A huge congratulations to Whalen Bay. They are the number one dealer in sales in the nation for Mako and Tahoe boats. How cool is that? Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I've been telling you for years how much I love the Mako Pro Skiff Series. They're an absolute inshore fishing machine. But don't forget, they also carry tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, and Tahoe boats. Now you want some bigger news? Whalen Bay is now the dealer for Ranger boats. The new Ranger Saltwater Bay boats look amazing. Also, Ranger Aluminum Series and Ranger pontoons, which are perfect for fishing and just relaxing. So now, no matter what your boating needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. And I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine located at 845 State Road 207 or give them a call at 217-3778 or visit whalenbaymarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Chevrolet Outdoor Show. I'm Captain Kevin. Sitting in with Loggerman, Captain Kurt this morning, and morning. Uh, Chris Wayne is spinning the heads. Good morning. Morning. Oh, grumpy. Morning. <laughs> wow. Shut up. I am now, not. We got a lot to talk about. Yeah. Oh, think? my goodness. <laughs> Hunting season for us starts mm-hmm. uh, next weekend. Oh, my goodness Golly, gracious. Now I got to put up yes. with you guys in hunting yes. mode. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Every year, to, I, when you guys are all excited about this, I just get all, oh, gosh, because you're like, blah, 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 deer, blah, 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 deer. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, so doing the, 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 <laughs> wow. speaking of that, deer, yeah. do, doing, doing the forecast show on Thursday, where we got, like, our last segment is really short. It's like five right. minutes, yep. you know? Yeah. And Shank gets to talking about enjoy the, the your, your last holiday of the season. Huh? Huh? I'm like, I'm like, do what? What are you? He goes, yeah, Labor Day is the last, you know. And I'm like, where is he? Dude, at? it's not even a holiday season yet. You know, it's <laughs> I mean, it, Thanksgiving and Christmas oh, are the holiday season. What are you talking about? Yeah. I mean, he gets all depressed when when it, I know, like I know shorter he does. days. I know and, he does. You know, he, he just yeah. That's well, why I get excited. Anything about <laughs> shorter <laughs> depresses Scotty. That's true. <laughs> Or jumping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. That's strange. I don't, you yeah. know, a lot of people have, and for some reason I don't understand it, but some people look at fall as kind of a, a downer. Oh, my gosh. You know, the, well, the, the, I look the forward color. to it. I mean, it's the only really temperature change we yep. get around here. Can, yeah. can, can I ask you this, oh, though? So, and it's slight. When you were younger, yeah. and I'm saying you're, you know, you, you know from, from the time you were 10 to, to 20 years old, wasn't summertime the best? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. You're out of school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Me? Well, I, mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, but, because you're out of school. But I mean, from a weather standpoint, the fall was. I mean, was what I loved. Always have. Yeah. See, and, and now I, when I was a kid growing up, you know, in in Pennsylvania. Oh. Yeah. See, it was different for me than 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 it is down here for sure wow. because it, because you knew what was coming. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, <laughs> yeah. Cold. I mean, yeah. I, I, I literally I, I hated during that. the summertime. I mean, when I was a kid, I mean, I fished every day. 
You know, and then when oh yeah, when, when, I was had when, a cane when, pole when or fall, a rod yeah, reel. Yeah, you know, and and, yeah. and then fall came. I, I still had some fishing to do. You know, but my my tarpon left and. And you know, it just uh, oh, know. then the BB gun came out. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> In the yeah. Yeah. But I mean, September has always been, you know, it's a, it's a time of change. Oh, I mean, and now I'm just the opposite. even here. I'm not opposite. I still love the summertime, but yeah, but but I look so forward to the fall and the cool. Well, weather you like the summertime for a little bit. Yeah, and then exactly. After a while, you're like, all right, yeah, I've had enough. Uh-huh. Let's move on. Let's get some <laughs> yeah. Five months of sweating's enough. Yeah, yeah. that's right. You know, let's back off the throttle a little bit. I don't know little... if there's a, I don't know if there's a better month than than September October. You know, September October, the two the two months combined. Yeah. Just because it's such a for us, you know, here in North Florida, we get we start to get little peaks in September, right? You know, and glimpses 60s. of cool weather. Yeah. And but we're but it's not coming yet. Mm-hmm. But you get the little glimpses of it, and then in October you're like, oh yeah, yeah, ex- we've, we, exactly. we've gotten there. The flannel shirt, comes yeah. Out. Now yeah. you know you actually yeah. wearing up putting on a pair of jeans, right. and you know you might put on a pair of boots, and and then I'm thinking, all right, now it's time to go hunting. But yep. in September it's just hard to to think about hunting here, even though bow season is open in yep. Georgia and Florida it's open in when it's sometime in think, September, I, I, right? Yeah, yeah, I think it's the following weekend. Yeah, I'm not sure of that, but. Yeah, but the excitement level is just not quite there yet because, what the, the excitement level exists in September because you know deer season's coming, right? Even though it's already here in some places, mm-hmm. but it, from a weather standpoint, I don't get fired up for right. it. I know, I, you know, I, the, but the fishing in September is is as good fantastic. as it gets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I, I will tell you this, and and I know that we talked a lot about this the last few weeks, but the last six or seven week stretch. Has absolutely been one of the best. Oh, it's phenomenal stretches of fishing I have ever seen. I mean, I, I honestly can't think of a time just listening back to all the audio and everything yeah. of you being this over the top about it. Well, if you remember, and the I last, mean, we're talking like years. Yeah, the last two August that we had, I was canceling trips because there was no bait. Right. Yeah. You right. Know, oh uh, there, gosh, there, I yeah, remember that. Yeah, no bait. Last year and no, was no shrimp. Terrible. Birds. So all of my tarpon trips would he. Until the mullet started running, I I, I had no way of of tarpon fishing. Right, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, in the it, shrimp boats, mm-hmm. I have not seen any. Well, they're all in Daytona. I talked to okay, uh, talk uh, to your guy. I talked to uh, Lee Vogelsong, and what he's, are they doing he, down there? Uh, Must be loaded. Way way offshore. Really? Yeah, rock 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 shrimp. shrimping. Yep, rock they're shrimping. All oh, at three hundred fifty okay. feet of water. I talked to Tim Carney. How do you do? The, do you still drag? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But three hundred fifty feet. Yeah. Wow. Can you imagine that? And it's a skill too. Can you imagine? I mean, you'll some sink of the a boat they... out there if you're not careful. Yeah, I mean, can you, can you imagine, imagine some of the things the, they pull up? The, the rock ledges and all that oh, stuff down man. there. Man, I just can't imagine the nets handling that. Really. I, I can't. You know, if you think about the beach where they drag, they've drugged that for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They've cleaned it out. They've cleaned it out. As far as anything on the bottom, right? You know, right, right, right. Snagging it's a that. different kind of fishing, though, from yeah, what Tim tells me. Oh, I'm sure it I is. I mean, it's a it's a skill set that not all those guys know how to do. All right, so if they're all offshore for rock shrimp, mm-hmm. where's our Mayport shrimp coming from that you see in the store? Oh, they're getting them. They're, they're, still, still, they're still shrimping off of Mayport. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the because I mean, I don't see any down there at the Shantytown. There's there was one shrimp boat out on Thursday. That's the first one I've seen. They're killing them now. Yeah. I mean, the the we guys locally are just stuffing it. You go down to uh, Safe Harbor, yeah, and they they've ran a shrimp sale down there for a month. Okay, I mean you can go down there and get jumbo shrimp for four fifty a pound. Wow, 
Really? Yeah. That's not. That's like. Yeah, that's head on. Ridiculous. Head on. Yeah. That's you okay. Know, but I'll clean them. I'll clean them. Yeah. I, I mean, I went in there. Madison needed some for you know they, the girls wanted some down at the college. I, I got to I got to get some of them next week. I mean, I've been every you know we always me and Tara have a I don't know every every month or so we got to have you know some peel and eat shrimp. But man, this time of year when the shrimp are getting good, yeah, and oh. the shrimpers are doing well. Oh man, I, I, I could I, I could do it twice a week. I uh, oh I, you know when I was shrimping with my buddy Harold from Palatka. I mean, I put away some shrimp, and oh my gosh, mm. like you said, you know, like you take that that food quarter, saver, uh, yeah, food saver, and 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 dude, it's like it's like you said, every now and then, it's like let's just do some shrimp tonight. Uh-huh. You know? yeah, yeah, that's what I did. Oh, I just man. took the food saver out, and made bags, fantastic, stuck them in the freezer. Yeah, pop pop the heads off and put yeah. them away. Yep, yep. Man, I'll that's take the way that to do any it. day of the week. I don't yeah. know if there's anything better. Than peeling each shrimp. I mean, that's yeah. up there. Well, shrimp for dinner last night. That's right up there. Yeah, shrimp for dinner last night. And did I had you? shrimp three nights ago. Yeah, we yeah. did a stir fry. <laughs> Heck yeah. At that kind of price. Yeah. 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 I mean, no, you, can't, you right. can't go wrong. That's a that four fifty heads on is really good. Price. I mean, that's I stopped, a really good price. I stopped by there on the way home the other day. I was like, holy smoke. You know, every, said, every time I would. Uh, How many pounds and, and you and want? I, I want it. 20 pounds. I haven't done it in, in a long time. But every time I go to Mayport Fish, I'd stop at Safe Harbor. On the yeah. way home. You got to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for a couple yeah. of requirements when you go to Mayport, at least always for me, you stop by and get a bite at Singleton's. And then, and then yeah, you... and by the way, I had lunch at Singleton's yesterday. Yeah. It was on spot. Good. How's the restaurant? It's nice. They've cleaned it up a lot and new floors, uh, redid the bar. Nice. Um, you know, did a lot of new, uh, you know, put the new fire systems in and mm-hmm. redid the kitchen. The kitchen's a lot bigger. Um, Good. You know, they eliminated some of the tables in that back corner where that little screened-in porch was. Yeah. That's not there anymore. The bar's a little bit bigger. But it's nice. Out, outdoor deck's real nice. Good. You know, I, some I, nice I, tables. I, and haven't been there in a while, so I'm ready to. Food was good. Ready to return. And yeah. I'm hungry. You had four yeah, foodies no, sitting there. What do you get, what do you get when you crackers. go there? Well, right now I'm eating pretty bland, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I had yeah. a, I actually had a grilled uh Triggerfish sandwich. So, in other words, uh, and the, it was very good. The uh, the the real spicy. Um, uh, that's a negative. Cocktail sauce is not going to work. Yeah, the horseradish no, 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 with no, the no, extra no, horseradish. No, 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 yum, no, yum. No, I gotta I'm have very, it that way. I gotta have it very careful. But but Kyle, I mean, he had he he had the shrimp poor boy that was just enormous. I mean, they had all these shrimp in it, mm. and they had to put mm. the onion straws on top of it. They oh. still got the greens? Yep, and he put oh. the hot sauce all over the top of it. He's like you. He shakes hot sauce see, over see, the top I, of it. See, when I, when I go there, I got to get a – I'm consistent. You know how I am. Yeah. I got to get my fr- a fried shrimp. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay, and then I just want a uh, grilled sheep's head sandwich with a side of col- coleslaw. Oh, yeah. Or a fried sheep's head sandwich. Yeah. Either one. Um, Throw that coleslaw in that sandwich, a little bit of tartar mm-hmm. and some ketchup. Heather had the fried mm-hmm. oysters, and they were those big old, big old Texas jumbos. Mm-hmm. Oh, son, I was dying watching them. I won't eat them. I won't eat oysters this time of year. I'm not going to do it. I don't care if they're No, fried. I don't either. I ain't doing it. I, I did, can't do it. They, they, there's nope. some kind of bacteria going around. I can't do it any time of year. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. Now, fried clams? Phew. Yeah. Can't do that either. Give me fried clams. Oh, yeah, I'll, I can do fried clams. Yeah, I can Watch eat them. I can eat some fried seafood, period. Yeah. You know? Is that bad? Are we rubbing it in on you? Oh, my God. I was dying. They were over there just, you know, oh, even my yeah. wife's over there going, oh, this is good. This Kurt is good. Kurt can't, can't, can't yeah, eat you know. any of the, uh, the fried stuff yeah. or the spicy stuff. And my son's like, you know, I don't usually eat French fries, but let me have a double order. And I'm going, that's just you Can't great. eat French fries either? No. Oh. no Here, Dad, watch no me. No fried food. Yeah. No fried food. <laughs>
<laughs> I had fries and Angie's yesterday. Oh, mm. shocker! I, yeah, I can't believe I know. it. Yeah. Man, been so long since you've been there. But well, anyway, since, it's since open we're on and the, running. On yeah. the topic, let's go ahead and do it, right? Yes. Uh, let's do a Tide's Port brought to you by Angie Sub. Yes, I ate there twice this week. Go turkey! Only uh, twice. No, that's, no, that's a disappointment. No, uh, Taylor had the turkey. She had uh, my wife. T- my, my wife kicked me out. She uh-huh. had that on good for uh, her Thursday. And uh, I had the Dr. Bangs, and then here I had a, something different last night. Though you oh, guys are gonna be proud. You it's about freaking no. time. Yeah. You had a Del Rio? No. Oh, that's. A I've good had one. a Del Rio before. That's a good one. I had the uh, at the behest of uh, Joe Fortunato, our executive producer of Jaguars Radio. He's big Philly guy, right? Huh? Yeah, loves Philly cheesesteak. Oh, well, he loves, they do a great Philly cheesesteak. I had the Philly. I had the they Philly cheesesteak. Last night, I'll be for dinner. Down. Good for you, and a whole thing of fries. And it was fantastic. And, then you, you, and you come in here this morning all doubled over. And stuff I know, yeah. I know. Well, walking, well, because of that, walking like a crab. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The uh, little clog in the pipe. The, the, the nice, <laughs> the nice thing. A little crunchy hiney going there. there. The nice thing about that sandwich is uh, they actually add a little bit of sausage to that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, what? What one coming. of those moments? <laughs> We gotta uh, take a break. <laughs> All right. Tides Report brought to you by. Uh, turn the fan on. Angie Subs right there at Corner Light Beach and Penman. Light a match at uh, Mayport today uh-huh. at seven fifty-two. You need my glasses, bro. <laughs> no, I got it. It's go, a low man. tide. Go, brother. Yeah. So in about your arms though, long enough to yeah. read that in forty minutes. I, uh-huh. In forty minutes, yeah, I need. Kirk's got cheaters. You got nice cheaters. Yeah. I got two pairs, man. Check them out. Oh, my gosh. Let me take a break so we can put my glasses on. Yeah. At uh, 7.52, it's going to be a low tide at Mayport, and that's going to be a .51. You see how good I can read? Yes, you got it. That's why I was looking at you going, dude, you need my glasses. (laughs) We're going to light a candle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the holy high tide's at 10 o'clock. No, Jeff, that says 8 o'clock. Yeah, (laughs) I was having a little issue. I got this. And I got my phone. Yeah, that's two zeros on there. top of each <laughs> other. You know? There's a two donuts, one on top, one on the bottom. That's 240, an eight. Two forty-five this afternoon is going to be a high tide at Mayport. That's a five point one one nine zero one p.m. is low tide. That's tonight, and then tomorrow on Sunday in the morning, eight fifty-five a.m. is your low tide. That's a point five three. That's your tides brought to you each and every week by Angie Subs. And a weather report brought to you by the Bearded Pig, the best barbecue in Jacksonville. If you don't believe me, trust me. Yep. And give it a shot. And I'm just telling you, it's different. Pretty good. And we did discover that the Bearded Pig is actually a real animal. So we for did. those that are always wondering, it actually, there is a thing called a Bearded Pig. <laughs> well, there's one been in the eye of our, our feeders now for about a month. He looks like he's growing a beard. Uh-oh. Been hanging around the feeder so Uh-oh. much. Oh, all right. Uh, the weather forecast today: uh, east winds around ten knots, two to three feet. Tonight, southeast five to ten knots, two to three feet. And uh, don't forget a chance of showers with a slight chance of thunderstorms this evening. Tomorrow on Sunday, east winds five to ten knots, two to three feet. And then on Monday, east winds five to ten, two to three feet. Tuesday, east winds 5 to 10 knots, yeah, just 2 keep to 3 going. feet. Same, same forecast. Yep. Well, it changes on Wednesday. Wednesday, northwest, mm-hmm. around 5 knots. So that's uh, maybe a slight cool front, maybe. Did, um, did you get slight. dumped on last night around 3 a.m.? I couldn't tell you. Okay. Oh, it rained at the beach. <laughs> oh, it was raining this morning I, I, when I, I got it, up. It, it, it woke me up at 3 o'clock. 
There was you know, nothing and, waking and, me and, up. And, and you know how strange we are. I woke up and I got to look at the radar. I'm like, oh my God, where's that at? It was dead over your house. Really? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, and it was getting with it. Yeah, man. it was lighting uh, up my whole house. It was it was pretty cool. I didn't I didn't hear a thing. So when you got your truck this morning, like, it was wet. Looked like it rained. But I think, <laughs> you yeah, um, you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's great. <laughs> Thanks I mean, for I got the up, truck I got up at four thirty and walked outside, and it was it was pouring. Four thirty? Yeah. Were you up cooking uh, breakfast for the neighborhood? No, Kyle. Is stayed at the house for a couple of nights. They're going over to pick up a new dog, a golden retriever in Tallahassee. Nice. Oh, yeah. Love puppy. Me a so, puppy. And he had to be there at 10, so he had to get up real early. And I, I got, got up with him and wish him good, good luck and goodbye and all that. And give good. him a big hug. Yeah, don't bring that dog back till it's trained. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Amen to that. Yeah. Good luck with that ride back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. First couple no, days. Yeah. Not so right. good. Yeah, it'll be all right. That's a good. All right, let's uh, let's take a break here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. If you'd like to join in this morning, 904-641-1010. So did you see what uh, Circle K is doing on Thursday evenings? No. What are they doing? 4 to 7 p.m. participating stores, 40 cents off a gallon. What? What? What day is this? Thursday evenings. That's going to be my new routine. <laughs> Go Circle K. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. All so, of the Circle no, K? It says, it says participating. Partici- participating store. So I, I, I'm Can assuming you can go, go, go to their website. Well, they better be participating where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, down there by us. Uh, I, nice. I can, I can promise yeah. you if, if that one that, that I'm at every other day has gas off or 40 cents a gallon um, on a Thursday evening, I'm the mm-hmm. boat will, will be in line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do they got to eat in Circle sure. K? You mind making them making them? Oh, yeah, they a, got all kinds of Making an event out of it, you know. <laughs> That's all right. Roll Stop up in by there. Dinner in yeah. a tank. Grab yeah, me that, some of them hot dogs on them roller thingies. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> give me give me the one on the bottom. Yeah, give me the one on the very bottom. <laughs> Which one's been on here the longest? <laughs> Remember that episode oh, of Seinfeld? Oh, you could tell. You could tell. Oh, yeah. I always, rem- I always refer back to that episode of Seinfeld when they had the movie theater. And Kramer goes in there, and and Jerry goes, "How long has that hot dog been in there?" And he goes, "Not that long." And he goes, "I wouldn't eat that thing." And the guy behind the counter goes, "I wouldn't eat it either." And he goes, "There's nothing wrong with that hot dog. Give it to me, oh boy." And he takes a bite out of it and almost dies right on the spot. That's a um, that's a good um, next week for Kirby Co. Uh, the Kirby Co. Cooking Tip of the Week. I would really love to know what what hot dogs people think are best. So maybe we've done that before. We have, yeah. But I think, you know, there's always constantly something new coming out, and I think we need to open up the category a little bit, okay? So, you know, just tell us what the best hot dog, wherever you can get it is. You know, whether You're not you, including sausage, dogs. And no, or, whatever. Okay. Whatever. Okay. I mean, that's okay. what I'm saying. Let's open it up. Okay. Let's expand our boundaries a little bit. So let next, next week, let's do that. By the way, real quick, my wife showed me, uh, somebody had on Instagram posted the ultimate hot dog. Okay. And the ultimate hot dog... It was just a regular old hot dog, but they put it in an Olive Garden breadstick. Oh, right, oh, and a garlic my. stick. Yeah, right. Yeah, that Olive Garden breadstick. What do you do? Get is... your drill out and drill your hole in there? You just, no, you, you just slit open the top, drop it in there, man. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. You yeah, know the one, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Speaking of that, the one I saw. The I'd rather have. Well, I'd rather have. Sorry. Oh, stop it, Jeff. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. 
You know, the question is, would you rather have that? Yes. Or would you rather have an old school corn dog? See, oh, that's where no. I was going. Because no. I saw a recipe online the other day where you take cornbread and, you know, you can buy those trays. At, like uh, Jiffy brand? Like Cracker Cracker Barrel makes those little uh, muffin trays that look like yeah. corn cobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You make one that looks like a corn cob, but you put the hot dog in the middle. In the middle and of bake it. it. Mm-hmm. And then you pour the, uh, the cornbread mix over the top of it and you bake it. Okay. And it comes out I, just like all a sounds good to corn me. dog that looks like a corn <laughs> yeah. corn cob. But, yeah, no, I'm with it's you. cornbread. Yeah. Okay, but, then but so you eat the your weird mutant corn dog and you give me the Olive Garden dog. You never okay. Every so day the, of the week. question still stands regular corn dog with the regular bread, or say, or excuse me, regular corn dog with the regular coating, or a hot dog with bread and you can put lettuce, ketchup, lettuce uh, on a hot lettuce? dog? Well, not and that's, okay. that's a, uh, let's just yeah, stick that, with that, the mainstay. Yeah, we, we, yeah, ketchup, we call that mustard, yeah. and, uh, ketchup, mustard, and relish. Okay, all right. Which all right, one are you going to eat? Lettuce on them now. All right, let's let's go talk to Jason. He maybe has a can question talk some for common us. Sense into this right, maybe he, conversation. Yeah. So, Jason, oh, regular hot dog with your option to put in ketchup, mustard, and relish on it, or would you rather have a corn dog? So the regular hot dog right. is outstanding. Up until the point that the corn dog shows up, and then the corn dog with a little bit of mustard is—it's money. It's hard it is. It's king. I, I love a good corn dog. See, Jason yeah, knows, he knows what's up. Corn yeah. dog is that. Hard to turn your nose up on that. I'm, I'm sorry, yeah. Jason. We're losing you. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> we're having trouble with the line. <laughs> the, the best corn dog I ever had, and I can't remember where it was at. I just remember the moment. The moment was I was sitting there and moment. I ordered. A, well, the moment is I'm, I ordered the corn dog. And they literally dip the thing right in front of you, and it's this like this thick cornbread stuff, and then and then Jason, then they put it right in the grease in front of you, and then after it's cooked, and they give were it you to at, you. Were you at some carnival? It might have been a carnival or something <laughs> like back in the day. <laughs> but here's the thing. But here's the, here's the thing oh, about yeah, the corn it dog. Might have been clowns or oh, something. No. But here's the problem with the corn dog what? is that you always get gypped on the dog. The dog is always smaller. It's, it's, it's a small weenie. I don't care. Yeah. Yes. And I, yeah. Yeah. And let's what? face it. When I ain't doing a own, small weenie. <laughs> like I'm talking. If you make your own, like I'm, I'm talking about. If you get the I'm jumbo weenie, you weenie, put the jumbo cons quarter pounder in there, man. Uh, go for the big the big dog. All right. Now you guys are getting out of control. Okay. All, right, all right. So, Jason, you got a question about some gear management. I do. So, uh, I was fortunate enough, uh, my wife and I, after a long time looking, we bought some property, a little bit of property, not a lot of property, but about. 50 acres or so, nice. and uh, down around Keystone area. And mm-hmm. I've been hunting South Carolina for a couple decades now, but um, my buddy's got about 50 acres, too, and we had joined. The properties joined each other. Mm-hmm. There's about 100 acres, and there's deer on the property. No one's trying to take a bunch of deer off the property. But my question is, is it even possible to do any sort of food plot, deer management, et cetera, on 100 acres, even if, you know, or or are you just wasting time? Well, what do you think? <clears throat> um, the second part of your question, I think, would probably be a great question for Mr. Dave Edwards to answer. But I have a okay. feeling how his answer would be, and that look, you can't control and manage, quote unquote, manage the population because you're just not big enough. Mm-hmm. And you're, that's what I'm thinking. And so yeah. you're you're so influenced by all of the neighbors that whatever they do is impacting what you're going to have. But you can control what you have on that 100 acres, right? And uh, and there are things to do that would benefit you, as far as food plots, you know, and food water cover, food water cover. Those mm-hmm. are 
the three things that wildlife have to have. And if, if your food water cover is better than most, you're going to bring a lot of deer onto you and then keep a lot of deer onto you. Yeah, from the other yeah. adjacent properties. Yeah, let, let me, Jason, yeah. I, I own 100 acres. Exactly. And, and the, the, and I've practiced all the, the deer management stuff that you can think of from burning to food plots to fruit trees. Um, I mean, on and on and on. And, and, and what I have seen over the years, you, you can absolutely, for one thing, does don't travel very far. Okay. So they have a home. And when you make, when you make a home for them, during the right time of the year, the bucks are coming, you know, and now are, are they, are they coming from other pieces of property? Never. Yes, absolutely. But it is amazing to me what you can do with a hundred acres. If you, if you manage it correctly oh, yeah. and you can, you can hold deer on there. The bucks are going to travel. There's, there's no question about that, but if you can keep those does there, he's going to be traveling to you at, at, at the right time of year. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of uh, bucks, Jason can travel according to the studies that they've done, eight to 10 miles, mm-hmm. you know, so trying to control a whitetail buck and make them, you know, 100 acres saying, yeah, we're going to pass them up because we're going to wait and shoot them in three years. Right. You know, your chances of getting that deer in three years are, are pretty small, but I mean, there's a chance. Absolutely. You know, so you're and, telling me there's a chance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I can tell there's you no that, chance. that there's, there's, sure, there's some people, little... there's some people that I know that have, like you guys, a hundred acres mm-hmm. and they're around bigger tracts of land and they're doing more on that 100 acres as a percentage of their population for a percentage of their acreage than the other ones are. Mm-hmm. And they're an absolute magnet. Absolutely. To, to, totally agree. Where would y'all start in terms of uh, the best source to say, okay, the, the getting down in the weeds of it, like this is this is the kind of food plots you want to put in. This is how many of them you want to put in. This is where you want to keep cover. Like, would you would you seek out a source, or what would you guys recommend? Well, there's a couple things you can do. One is that uh, you could consider a consultant, mm-hmm. which uh, right. Dave Edwards of Tall Times Consulting does that. And okay. uh, if you didn't want to go that route, then and, and he has different levels of consulting, I'm sure. So it's Dave Edwards Tall Times Consulting, and he's been our a host on our show a couple different times, especially this, this year. And so uh, that's a thing to do. The uh, Quality Deer Management Association, but I think the name of it's a change It's changed, now. yeah. It's, it, it has changed. It was, but join that organization, their publications, and their information that they have is simply fantastic. Uh, there's some books available that they have published recently that are, I think, just literally the, somewhat of the Bible of the Land Manager's Guide to Improving Habitat for Wildlife on Your Property. DeerAssociation.com. That's it, DeerAssociation.com. So I think that's a Good couple deal. different options there. And then uh, the other one that I would consider is uh, from a forestry standpoint, I'm sure you have some forestry, some trees, uh, pine trees that occur yeah. on your land. Yeah, pines, hardwoods, yeah. Yeah, the state, the Florida Forestry Commission, just like the Georgia Forestry Commission, they offer programs to help improve habitat on your land. And so definitely uh, find out where the local forestry office is. And they have people that are literally on staff that will help landowners do some uh, habitat improvement. So that's another option there. Cool. And hey, Hey real real quick. I appreciate it. Yeah. Real quick, yeah. by the way, online, their website, it's the National Deer Organization, but it's deerassociation.com. That's okay. it. So that's that's where you yep. want to go. Cool. All right. 
Thank Have you. a great day, guys. I really appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Jason. All right. Uh, let's take a break. 904-641-1010. Favor sent me a text last night. I did. And, and uh, there's a pretty good little uh, action going on out there at, at uh, jacksboating.com, consi- consignment boat sales. Okay. They just listed two Pro 248 Bay boats. Yes, mm-hmm. that's two of them. Okay. They've got a 2019 248 Bay with a Suzuki 350, and that's loaded out. Also, a 2020 248 Bay with a Suzuki 300. These boats are ready to splash in the water now. Okay, listed at jacksboating.com, J-A-X-boating.com, or if you'd like to call Guy at Consignment Boat Sale, just give him a call at 904-249-6225, or again, visit jacksboating.com. And if you'd like to join us here this morning, 904-641-1010 right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Cadillac, really one place to go, and that's Claude Dolan Cadillac. Also, if you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle, which a lot of people are right now, they may not have it on the lot, but if you go in there and tell them what you're looking for, they'll find you the exact car, truck, whatever you need at Claude Dolan Cadillac, located on Southside Boulevard, just north of JTB. All right, where are we going? Going to Mark in uh, Georgia. Let's uh, welcome him in the show. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Mark. Good morning. How are y'all doing? Good. Yeah, I'm going into town to pick up a little lime and fertilizer. I'm going to go out. And, I've always found my lime seems to work best, but I put out the first half in the spring and the second half this time of year. And uh, fertilizer seems to work better if I go ahead and put it out this time of year and then cut it in tomorrow. And uh, now I don't really plant until about the third week in September, so everything I plant doesn't get burned up. You know how it does down here. Yeah, it's to- pretty hot. To- totally agree. Yeah. And, um, that uh, fellow was talking a little while ago about trying to trophy manage on 100 acres. That that can be done. It, I mean, it's like anything else to do with real estate. It's location. If you're in an area where you can get a co-op going with the other homeowner, I mean, property owners or leasees around you and have it enforced, it can work. I mean, my little property in Jeff Davis County is a perfect example. I've only got 220 acres. I'm the only one that hunts it. But I'm right smack dab in the middle of about eight thousand acre uh, QDM co-op. Yeah, that always helps, yeah, we, especially if you've yeah, got people I mean, farming around you too. Oh yeah, yeah. We've got uh, uh, beans, peanuts, uh, corn uh, scattered all around us. Besides the fact, I'm uh, the co-op's funny. They they feed, they supplemental feed. They have the big condo feeders that hold like a ton of corn and uh, protein mix, but they don't plant very much. I'm I'm the other way around. I plant, and I haven't really kind of hinted to them yet that I'm attracting so many of their deer. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm growing. I mean, I'm growing good, sweet, ripe oats, winter wheat, and a lot of deer that they have on their property come to my property just because I'm attracting them a little better than they are. I know when I when I had that place up there in Jeff Davis County, Larry and I did. We had I think 353 acres, and we put in two or three food plots and fairly good sized ones. But the farmers around us were, you know, they were growing peanuts and yeah. cotton. Cotton was big up there. And then some years they'd grow uh, soybeans. Mm-hmm. And they, yeah, they didn't hunt much. They just, they didn't mess with it. 
Unless they're hunting at night to do exactly. crop damage control. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, yeah, that would be a different thing. Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, can be a problem. Sure. There, there again, you're, you're going with location again, too. I mean, my food plots really shine getting into that second rut period. If you've hunted up there, you know, that Thanksgiving weekend and whatnot, when those crop fields have finally been kind of played out. Right. You start getting into Thanksgiving week toward the end of the season, my food plots get mowed down to the dirt. Yeah. In the meantime, earlier in the season, they still get visited, but they don't they don't hammer them. Plus, I've got year-round feeders, and, and I've, I've been hunting this same piece of property. This will be the 33rd year, so I'm, I'm pretty familiar with cow. it. Wow. 33 years. That's cool. Mark, thanks, buddy. we got we got to run. Y'all have a good one, brother. You Thank too. You. All right, uh, let's go uh, talk to uh, Dale. He's got a food question. Morning, Dale. Good morning, guys. Always enjoy the show, and uh, I'll look forward maybe next week if y'all do the the hot dog thing, joining in on that. But I have a simple question. You guys are going to your favorite seafood restaurant. You're going to order fish. What kind of fish? How is it cooked? And what's your favorite oh side? That's a, that, that, that's a that, depends that, on season. Hey, wait a minute. This is only a three-hour show. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'll let you go first, Jeff. Ah, uh, oh, you should have <laughs> waited for him so to go last. So we're looking for just favorite fish and then side. Yes. Uh-huh. All right. For me, the I love Chilean sea bass. I just it's just ridiculously good. Mm. And uh, and Terry uh, Tara does it with a uh, she also does it some as a miso glazed the uh, uh, sea bass, which is tremendous. Aside, I mean, I'm I'm pretty open on that. I mean, I can go a, a lot of different ways, but uh, I think there's something about a really good Caesar salad before you eat fish. That's just something. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. Sets, sets the palate, right? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, like I don't know that. exactly why. I like but mine with extra anchovies. Yeah, I'm okay oh. with with uh, yeah, with the extra oh. anchovies in the sauce, but not yeah, little, like little mini extra. fillets on my salad. Oh yeah, I like it, man. Like extra Kirk? anchovies. I, I I'm I'm a I'm gonna say locally. I would I would say sheephead mm-hmm. would be like number one because they just taste so good. And I, it's hard to beat a piece of trigger fish. You get one. You don't get a whole list. That's now. right. Pick, pick one, girl. You know, I would That's say sheep. I said. Sheep said. I would say sheep. What's your so, side? I, I, you know, I'm like you. A nice big old giant bowl of coleslaw would be good. Okay, you know? a little greens. All right. Kevin. So, so one. I, I'm going to be honest with you, Dale. It. I can't remember the last time that I went out to dinner and got fish. Mm-hmm. I, I I really honestly can't. Well, just ke- Kevin, okay, but but expand but, your mind, and we know no, that. I, I am gonna, but but we there, don't typically we don't a, go there, out there to There is fish. one very special place that that Carrie and I like to go, and it's the Kingfish Grill, and it's for sushi. So I'm I'm a, I'm a sushi tuna guy. You like tuna? Yeah. Tuna. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, which uh, there's something to be said for now. Do you like it seared a little bit, or do you no. like it just no, okay, no, totally I, I, raw? No, I like it raw. Totally you raw. Want the poke bowl. Which, yeah. What about okay. your side? I don't know. That. Rice? Yeah, <laughs> You're along the lines, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's rice. It's, White rice? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some jasmine rice? Yeah, I, mean, I mean, seriously, I, I, I'm not going out to dinner to, to eat fish. Yeah, but if you could and you can, somebody could, and you can pick any fish on the planet. And you could have it any way, done any way you want, from the best chef on the planet. Okay, I want, a, I want some fried sheep's head. You want fried sheep's head? Absolutely. That's hard to beat fried yeah. sheep's head. You know, with cheese grits, give yeah, it to no, me. Yeah, no, there you go. You know? There you go. There yeah. you go. Check I mean, that box. All right, thanks, guys. Okay, we'll buddy. Just right, Dale. I, I'm just being honest. You know the other thing, too, that, that you got to have with fish is a hush puppy. Yeah, that's nothing better than a right? yeah. Mary B's. If Mary, oh. Mary B's makes a... 
and, and it's I don't know how they came up with this recipe, but it's by far it's great the you, best we've ever had. You don't have to do anything to it. You just make the follow directions mm-hmm. and just fry it up. And uh, it is good. And w- when I'm when I like to make them with these Mary Mary B's hush puppies, you just rough cut a bunch of onion, you know, and leave some of them at length, yep. and so. When the, the onions are sticking out, so when you cook it, it's got like onions hanging all out of the hush Caramelizes puppy. a little bit on the oh, outside. Oh, yeah. I'm with you, man. <laughs> okay. I'm digging it. That was some start, fish. Turn it into a food chip oh, already. Oh, man. Can we go talk to Scotty Brown? Maybe. Scotty Brown. <laughs> hey, I've, every time I see Scotty, he's in front of a plate of food or a glass of beer. So what are you talking about? It has been a while. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Good no. beer and some good food. I got, you got that right. What's up, brother? Where you been? It, just hanging out, working, doing work, work, him and, and working around the they, you, working around the little property. Him, him. Um, back to the guy. He, back to the guy a, with a hundred acres. Deck now. They got a. They what? they literally him and Kim could do like a um, a show on the Food Network. Mm-hmm. Uh, beer. That's what we call like crafts and grubs and craft beer and, and grub. Yeah, craft and grub. Craft mm-hmm. and grub. Something like that. Because Scotty and Kim are are like regulars They're at foodies. the neighboring. Craft beer places. We do, yeah, we do they, like good, good, good beer and good food. There's no doubt about that. Whether I'm that, making bro. it, oh, whether I'm it. making it or we're going somewhere, and I got lots of friends that make good food too. Yeah. No, back to the guy with the hundred acres. I have six acres, and I have quite a few nice little deer here. Yeah, and you're doing the right things to make them stay there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's not just throwing up a feeder. I got wild grapes. I posted a thing yesterday on the work facebook we got wild grapes we got lots of oak trees got a few apple trees and dogwoods they like those little turkeys love those little berries on dogwoods well squirrels do too and birds oh, yeah. and, and i got poke got a patch of pokeberry which i cut down some trees about three years ago and the pokeberries moved in and it's right on the edge between the woods and the yard and i decided to go ahead and let them go and they look kind of look like crap when the berries get ready to eat but um they get real thick, and they grow lots of berries, and deer love those. Lots of birds love those. So there's, and come November, I mean it's it's hard. I don't know if you can find anybody with six acres that's got as many nice bucks on it as I well, have. and you don't mess with camera. them. You know, Miss Kim doesn't let you mess with them. So uh, all no, that, pets, well, that's that's you know? not that's not, that's not that's true. Gonna change. That's, that's not true. Not, oh, no, 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 that's not true, Kirk. Is that evolving? There's a yeah, that's, there's that's, a there's a stand in Scotty's backyard now. Oh, yeah, that's here we go. Two months, two months, yeah, yeah. November. They usually show up about the last week October, Good and they you. hang out, and they don't stay. I mean, they're not here all day, but we've had. I mean, we've had some really nice shooter pucks here for three and four hours during daylight courting a doe. Mm-hmm. See, that's cool and we too. Got, I got I got a lot of you know I got a lot of pines that have fallen down, and I've cut some of them up and hauled them out or burned them, but I've left some of them. So I'm, I know I posted. You guys saw some of those videos where I actually put the camera in some fallen pines where the deer were bedding over the summer. And I mean, there's five or six does that stay here all day um, during the summer, and they're here. They have their babies here, and um, they. I mean, the, when it comes to the hunting season, I mean, the bucks are going to go where the girls are. So we got plenty of girls. So that's that's why the bucks come. But mm-hmm. you can you can manage any piece of property. I mean, at least you're not. You're not keeping them there, but you're definitely helping them, and you're attracting them more during their 24-hour period than a normal piece of property that's being unmanned. Yeah, I think the, the when I was telling them, you, you can't control the population. You, you can 
control what you do on your land, but you can't really control the numbers unless you have adjoining landowners to participate in doing exactly. what you're, you know, what you're doing. And yeah, that's correct. But you can, you can make your acreage, however many acres it is, the best that you possibly can. The, the, to most, make the attractive, most conducive. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly the most attractive. And, and during the rut, I mean, it's, the bucks aren't coming for the food. They're, they're not coming for the acorns. I mean, they pick up a few, but I mean, they're coming for the ladies and that's, there's some of them we only see for six weeks a year and they disappear and they won't be back for another 11 months. You know, the cool thing is that's, you can manage for that. Yeah. Cool thing is when you drop one of those deer, you can just call Kim up the house and go, honey, (laughs) uh, bring the the lawnmower down here. I got one I need to drag back to the garage. You got to know your neighbor's pretty good though, Scotty, because you know you're going to have a blood trail. At six acres, I mean, you're not going to have to call anybody if you, you know, if you use a gun, which I'm trying to keep it on as close to the house or close to the stand when you shoot it as I can. So mm-hmm. I am not, I'm, I'm not going to use a bow because that we do have other neighbors that Might prefer like they that. don't go. Yeah. Well, no, no, I, no, I don't think anybody's not going to, I don't think anybody has an issue with it. I just don't want it to run. We have one, um, that's a, probably, I don't know, it'd probably be a hundred yard run from the stand, but don't want it to go to their back porch and then fall down. Yeah. <laughs> there are some neighbors that may not be that understanding right. you're saying. Right. Yeah. As far as that goes, they're, they're some, I mean, some of them encourage me to hunt cause they don't like them. They just say there's too many of them. I mean, our little road, you can only go 20 miles an hour on our road. So I don't know what they're worried about, but yeah. they do get out on the, I mean, obviously they do get on the highways around here. It's, it's going to be that period of time again. Please watch out when you're driving because they're yeah, going to start buddy. stacking up on the roads too. Uh, uh, by the way, the um, and Scotty saw the picture. There was the rut is going on in our area of yes, Florida it is. now. Yes. Oh yeah. Kyle was at D dot yesterday and <clears throat> so said it's wide open. So uh, there was a buck that was I'm assuming chasing a doe that tried to jump a fence in Mandarin, and it was one of those fences that had the metal uh, sticks at the top. Mm-hmm. And the buck didn't make the jump quite successfully. Uh, and it's uh, awful. It was an awful, awfully bloody scene. Yeah. And the deer expired. Right. But, I mean, that's kind of what can happen. Mm-hmm. Did you see the picture, Kurt? No, I didn't see that. I got I to gotta show it to you. Yeah, it was pretty like, whoa. All right, let's take a break while, yeah. you're, while you're doing that. Scotty, it's good talking to you, buddy. Hey, guys. Great to talk to you and have a good weekend. Yep. Have a good holiday. Thank you. You too. 641-1010 if you want to give us a call. Right here on the Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show with Jeff Logman, Captain Kirk Waltz. I'm Captain Kevin Favor. We'll be right back. Hey, uh, CNH Marine Construction looking for uh, some employees. Yes, they are. We're interested in a great job. And we put a paste, uh, post up. Paste, I about said paste. Put a post up on our Facebook and Instagram page that CNH Marine Construction is hiring. So uh, if you'd like to learn more, you can go to their website and give them a call. And uh, here's the reality. Uh, they're offering health insurance 401k option for employees. And so if you're interested, call 904-264-7500. Great people. Bob Matthews, his son. I mean, they 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 would be they'd be fantastic to work for. If you're looking so, for a good job, yep. And some uh, some good posts up on our Facebook, Instagram pages uh, right after the uh, CNH Marine Construction post. There was 
a outdoor show decal spotted, mm-hmm. and we might know who that is. Hmm, Jaybird. And there has been a request for people that would like to have some. Okay. You think we can do that? Can we? Can I, I, I've always told people send me an address. Okay. You know, and I'll 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 be glad to send. Them. All right. You can send us a message. Uh, yes. Shoot us an address, Ken, and we'll we'll mail out you a sticker if you sure. like. Sure. That's not a problem. Cool pictures of you with your clients with the tarpon. I um, I had and and and, and Kirk, this, this is kind of a conversation with 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 you and I. We do. Let's just say right now in our careers, we're doing 150 to 175 charters during summertime the year, right? Right. You know, and and Mr. Johnson calls you up from two years ago and says, "Hey, me and my son and my daughter fished with you. We had a great time. We want to go again." And you're like, "I got no idea who you are." You know, unless something spectacular happened on that trip, something of note, something of note. Yeah, I had two of those trips this week. Oh yeah, that I will never forget these two trips in my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, that un- good, unbelievable. Do tell, do tell. I'm I'm listening. So, um, on Wednesday, I had Dave Flogger and his good friend Morgan Dave Flogger. Flogger. Yep. What a cool name. Yeah, Dave Flogger, okay. and a big big time listener of the show. His his buddy Morgan and and his wife Brenda, and tarpon fishing mm-hmm. you know and 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 again you know st augustine it, it has not been that fired up but i'm always honest with him and, and dave's always like look if the tarpon aren't there and you don't think they're there let's go do something else yeah, let's, do something you know, else. let's let's go kick fishing yeah, so anyway, do. we threw the net two or three times got all the bait we needed i said i'm gonna i'm gonna run the beat it was a beautiful day uh-huh. i ran all the way past your house okay okay almost to sawgrass yep. nothing hmm. came back um, slow trolled for about an hour and sharks had fun mm-hmm. catching those. And then I'm like, you know what? If you guys really want to catch tarpon, let's go spend three hours on these bait pods and, and really just stick it out, Okay, you know? And so I run back up to where we caught bait and I'm looking around. There's bait everywhere. There's nothing, man. I mean, there's nothing going on. I'm like, I'm, 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 and I, I kind of look offshore and I look way offshore and saw a flock of seagulls and I saw the pelicans flopping. Oh. And I went, I know exactly what that is. Time to go. I said, y'all sit down, hang on, here we go. And I go out there um, and there's about five, six sheets of glass minnows, each one of them a quarter acre to a half acre big. How close are these all, these bait pods together? Well, the fish had broken them up, so there's okay. one here, one so there. So what, 50 uh, yards so some, apart? Yeah, 50, 50 yards, yeah, okay. some of them 100 yards, whatever. And there are hundreds of fish. Tarpon? Tarpon, oh. kingfish, bonita, Spanish, sharks. Everything. Everything. Wow. And and you're just, you your hands start shaking. You know, you're like, oh this my be fun. God, this is, you know, we just went from three hours of maybe Boredom throwing in the pokey pod to spectacular. I mean, just zero to a hero. Real. Yeah. It was, and, and, and guys, if you could have seen it, I sent you guys a picture, a, a video of the sharks. They, and, and what these fish do, they try to break off a small pod of these glass minnows. And when they do that, these glass minnows get into a circle about the size of a beach ball. Yeah, get black. And they eat all of them. 
all of them. And, 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 and there will be 10 tarpon on a glass metal pod as big as a beach ball. And you get, you have to, you have to see this. It's, I mean, I, I've seen fish eat glass minnows, and I know that they love. I've told you that for years. They love glass minnows. Yeah, I've never seen anything like this. When they feed, what do they do when they Suck feed them. in them? They just open like a like a whale through krill. They're not violent though, are they? Oh God, yeah, they're they coming are. out of the water. They're oh. they're oh, it's 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 extremely violent. Okay, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it is it's. Certain it things was, must was, taste real good. The they, way they must eat taste unbelievable. You know, um, you know, and 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 anyway, we spent. I, I have no idea how many hooks we went through. I mean, honestly, I don't. Why? Well, you're 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 catching sharks. You know, if a king, oh, okay. if a kingfish bites all it, these different bites. Yeah, yeah. So the next day, which was a very important day, and so you by caught the way, one yeah, tarpon. Morgan Morgan caught one about 120 kicked that day. In. Yeah. Okay, that's a so how, how many fish. tarpon bites did you have? Two, two bites. Yeah, it's, and it's, caught it's, one. And, and I mean, they're all over the place feeding. You just got to be diligent because you know what they're in tune and to. And you caught them all on a pokey. Pokey, okay. Yep. All right. So the next day, which was a really, really special day for me, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll tell you guys why, and you'll you'll understand. Um, I got a call from Mr. Herb Payton. Yeah, I remember you told me about that. <laughs> and Mr. Payton wanted to take his grandson fishing, who's twelve. And he called me the day before on, on Wednesday and said, are we good? I said, yes, sir, we're good. You know, 12-year-old catching a tarpon, man. It's going to be a tough gig. Yeah, it's a tough gig, you know. And and, uh, and and he brought his daughter, Sarah, with him also. And Mr. Payton's in his, in his 90s. And, you know, I, I've, I've, I have known of Mr. Payton my whole life. You know, I mean, he's obviously, you know, a very big name from around here. Yep. And uh, – they got on the boat, and, and so I was like, I asked his grandson, um, top three, here you, here you go, okay? Sharks, kingfish, tarpon, what do you want to do? He said, I want to catch a tarpon. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Went and caught bait, mm-hmm. and, I, and I told him, I said, look, the tarpon are not getting fired up until about 9, 30, 10 o'clock, so we're going to go do something different until then. We went slow troll the beach. We caught some sharks. They had a great time, and I'm like, all right, we're, we're going to go tarpon fishing. You know, so you're hoping that these big pods are praying, still there. I am praying that they're still there. Um, so I went back to the same spot. There was one problem: is there was a shrimp boat dragging there, oh. and it had five boats behind it. Oh no! And I saw the birds, and I'm like, so I kind of eased over there, and it was on. I mean, like on. Did the other boats? Oh over? Oh yeah. And it doesn't take much to shut them down. You got to be on the trolling motor. You have to be as, as diligent and as quiet as possible. And it, and it, 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 it. But how many people drove over them? Five. God. Yeah. So many yeah. People. So, come on. Yeah. They just don't know. So uh, before they got to me, though, you got to listen to this show. I jumped one off, and they were like, "Oh my god!" Because it was a big fish, and I mean, I'm talking, you know, jump. 20 yards and i mean just you could hear the gill shaking you know oh, just awesome. and, and it, it jumped off and i'm like god i gotta get another fish on before they quit you know because i could see it's getting ready to happen it's getting ready to shut down mm-hmm. and i throw it though and man i just I, I i got my pogey and I, i'm swimming up and i just see this tarpon just come up and just just suck it in and i before i did anything i'm like here we go guys here we go here we go here we go and and i and i set the hook you know and this fish goes ballistic and i'm 
handing the rod to the twelve year old, you know, those big old spinning <laughs> rods. And and and, and, and Mr. Payton is going crazy. Look at that fish. I mean, it's just losing his mind, you know? And and he's he's hanging on and the rod's pointing straight at the fish, oh, no. you know. Smoking it. You got yeah. you got eighty mono or you got braid? So sixty five braid. Sixty five braid. Sixty five okay. braid and and eighty 80 fluorocarbon. Um, long story short, with me helping him, we caught the fish. We, Did you really? We, we landed the fish. Wow, that's awesome. And 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 you you've never seen a a a 12 year old lit up like that. And and then after that, I said, okay, here's what we're going to do because the tarpon were still there. Uh-huh. I mean, they you could see them rolling everywhere. They were looking for those glass spinners, and they weren't going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I said. I'm going to give you my – I brought a little spinning rod with a, a little diamond jig, and I put a single hook on it, mm-hmm. smashed the barb down, and I said, I want you just to have a ball. Just Spanish. Uh, Spanish. Whatever. Uh, he, had, he had as much fun doing that. I, said, I got another one. I got another one. And I said, just just bring him up and shake it, mm-hmm. and it, he'll he'll come off. And I said, catch another one, you know. That's awesome. And uh, ended up and ended up having another tarpon on for about five minutes. Um it was it was an amazing day. I mean, uh, That's and fantastic. Then, those are two days that will be burned in my memory forever. I to, hope to, you got some pictures. Got to, a few. To, yeah, I got a few. I mean, I. Kurt, bad about I, pictures. No, I, 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 I'm I'm usually good about pictures, but I was so in tune yeah, trying catch to them. catch one of these fish. Yeah. yeah. And and when they're like that, you don't you need somebody behind you. You need your cameraman or something oh, yeah. taking taking the video of yeah, this. Yeah, you don't want to get out of stride. No, 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 well, you no. Gotta, you got you got to start instructing your clients, you know, to give them some tutorials on picture taking. If you could have heard the the, the explicitives. Yeah. Come on, dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, her. I mean, go, yeah, man. I mean it was pictures. it was like, wow, everybody was just and it was total national geographic. That's awesome. Yeah, and and, and it, you know it, it was you know the first day we had them kind of to ourselves. There was one other boat in there. The second day it they 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 kind of shut it down. But for thirty minutes, man, whew, it was unreal. That's awesome. It was unreal. Yep. All right, uh, let's take a break. And uh, big news going on right now at Hagen Coastal Outfitters, which is inside the Hagen A stores of Mandarin Green Cove and Yuli. Now until September eleventh. There's an endless summer event. It is a sale on Hobie kayaks. <laughs> Folks, I'm telling you, Hobie, they don't ever go on sale. Well, they're on sale now at Hagen Coastal Outfitters. You can save $250 off of a compass, a $300 off of an Outback, $200 off of a passport, or $175 off of a passport, depending on the length. So go by Hagen Coastal Outfitters today, and don't forget to save the date November 5th. We're going to be out at Glen St. Mary, which is going to be the new Hagen Coastal Outfitters spot. We will be there for a holiday kickoff show. If you'd like to join us here this morning, 904-641-1010, right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for the LV Hires, Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. LV Hires supplies quality fuels and lubricants all across the southeast to keep your job site business running smoothly. If you'd like to help your bottom line, give LVHIERS.com a visit, and you will understand how you can help your bottom line in your business. This week's Gear Tip 
Hey, look, if uh, if you're in the market for a deer stand, and in particular a ladder stand, a couple years ago I had an opportunity to hang out with Mr. Dave Edwards and Boo, and we were out there at Cabin Bluff, and they were wanting to do some video stuff. And uh, Tara at the time was helping do this video production and kind of getting it all set up. And it was interesting in that one of the one of the videoing or or positions that the videographer was working on was from this two-person ladder stand. And I remember climbing up it, and I was like, oh, my God. And Dave, Dave Edwards said, uh, you've never seen one of these? I'm like, no. I said, what is this thing? Mm-hmm. Because two-man ladder stands are very shaky yes. because they're big and wide at the top. This one was literally like a rock. And the reason why, it was an X stand. And this X-stand ladder stand has these jaws that wrap around at the top where it attaches to the tree. And then also midway down the ladder, they have these jaws that you ratchet closed. And you do all this before you actually even climb this ladder stand. So when you do climb it to put the final ratchet at the top, honestly, I don't think you really would need it to be safe. I mean, so it is an absolute rock when you're climbing the ladder to put that final ratchet strap on. And so... I'm a big fan of these X-Stands. I got uh, quite a few of them now. And the price on them is very reasonable. They're in, in a couple hundred dollar range, and sometimes they're hard to find. So if you go to X-Stands' website, which we put up a link on our Facebook and Instagram page, and if, if you're seeing sold out, you can buy them from other online retailers. Mm-hmm. So just search for them on the Internet, and you will find them. And I'm just telling you, that's the most stable it's rock solid ladder stand you will ever try. There's one other stand that's on the market that has that type of jaw system. I don't know what the name brand of the other one is, but uh, if anybody knows, please call us because I'd like to know what the well, other one, one, one is. One side note, I know we mentioned this last week. Uh, don't get in a hurry putting it together. No, it takes a little while. <laughs> no, it ain't. We got one. We got one. And Mike Brent and I spent like four hours putting that thing together and taking it apart. It was like, what the what? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. This- yeah, it takes a little bit. Yeah. It does. Yeah, how it takes how a bit tall of time. is yours? I think to the shooting rail, it's it's 20. Okay. Yeah. yeah but that's the, the shooting I, rail, which is pretty high. Yeah. We got the same one, the Duke. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Duke. Yeah. Uh, it's like and, two, and there's a couple different kinds. I think ours is 22. It's it's way up there. Yeah, I don't oh, wow. like those tall stands yeah, I, anymore. Yeah. I'll, Actually, you, stop buying them. And, and I can tell you, the only ladder stand that I'm buying from here on out is the X stand. Yeah. I'm not buying any other ladder stand. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's the literally it's yeah. the, it's the strongest, most comfortable stand yeah. that I have that I've been on. Now I, I, I got like Kirk said, we have the Duke. Mm-hmm. There's another one that's a little bit bigger. I think it has a little bit more platform area, uh, but uh, I really like them too because the seat flips up, so right. you can you can bow hunt out of it, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Which I know you're a big mm-hmm. bow hunter, so you could flip that up and out of your way, and then you can lower the uh, the shooting rest rail is adjustable. Yep. And so you can keep that down or flip it up and out of the way completely. It's, it's a very comfortable stand. Yeah, it's yeah. really nice. Yeah. Really nice. And very reasonably priced. Yes. And from a safety standpoint, I don't I don't think there's another no, one we're that's big about as that. safe. Yep. You know, so yeah, if you go on your website right now, the two man ladder stand, the Jayhawk, which is the twenty footer, is out of stock. Yeah, there's quite a few of them that are out of stock. Yeah, yeah it's all but like I, I mean, said, there's <laughs> there's other places that you can buy them from. And uh, yeah. trust me, you'll love them, and you'll go, oh, guess I'm not buying any other deer stand right. either. Yeah. All right, thank you, Chris, for the music. That's a beautiful thing. And let's uh, 
He's talking to his girlfriend over there. I know. He he's talking to Top Gun is what he's doing. Mm-hmm. No, I wasn't talking to Top Gun, but everybody wants to talk to me because I'm fantastic. Uh, oh, oh, boy. Here we go. Sure. Okay, call. If you want to call and talk to Chris because he's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. 904-641-1010. In the meantime, let's talk to Top Gun. I feel a need for speed. What's going on, boys? Morning. Morning, buddy. Hey, is, hey, it, ra- is it raining down there at the, at the boat ramp? No, it's sunny. Oh, good. Yeah. Hey, uh, Captain Favor, you said you were out fishing, and you saw a flock of seagulls and the birds. That must have been a hell of a concert while you were fishing. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have liked like to been out there with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, now, let me get some business squared away right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Y'all would, y'all keep mentioning this November 5th outing. Yes, sir. Is that going to be the Christmas party? No, no, no. No, no this, oh, is just, this is a bonus. This is a holiday kickoff event, and then we're going to have the Christmas party at Ring Power, so, yep. so folks can come and hang out with we're us gonna, twice. We're going to do so, – so this is basically Top Gun – we're going to be celebrating with all of y'all our 25th anniversary two times at, at Hagen cool. Ace and, and at Ring Power. Yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. Cool. And, and also, it's all so a celebration of Ring Power's 60th anniversary. Is that right? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so wow. it's, yeah, both of them are going to be, it's, it's, it's going to be fun. I look forward to them putting on the dog. Cool. Yeah. And by the way, hey, Top Gun, quick note. Um, you know, November 5th can't be the Christmas show because, well, Christmas isn't in November. <laughs> I know, but last year it was in November, wasn't it? Um, it, it wasn't the Christmas show. We, no, didn't, we didn't. We didn't do the Christmas no, show for two years in a row because That's of COVID, because right. of the Rona. Yeah, we we, we totally Hagen confused Hayes, you. So, yeah, and that's not yeah, hard to do. You, yeah, correct the moon day, <laughs> but that was but that was there was like four hundred people there. Yeah, right. that was yeah, awesome. It was. it was nice. That was well, awesome. we gave a little, yep. thirty-five thousand dollars worth of stuff. Yeah. I'd have showed yeah. up too. Well, you better right. uh, you better you better make sure you're at this one on November fifth because uh, it's a little bit more than than that, Kirk. Like <laughs> a little bit, yeah, yeah. It's over a hundred grand stuff. We're doubling. Oh my god, doubling Lord. down, yeah. doubling down. Yeah, they're doing cooking well, grills, kayaks. I mean, it's all kind. Of, you got to be there to win it. So you better make yeah. plans, folks. Mark it down on your calendar. They will have I'll a sign up soon it. too. By the way, you're gonna have to sign up online. And so you, when you That's, sign up online, then your name goes into a hat. Mm-hmm. You know, before we've always had, you know, you put your name on a card when you get there. Yep. Well, we've had some issues of people putting their name in more than once. Oh. So this year you're going to have to sign up before you get there online. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you got to be there to win it. Pretty simple. Love that. There you go. Well, I'm really, I'm really excited today because tonight my Florida Gators Play the Utes. The Utes. I beg, I what's beg a, your pardon. What's a, uh, did, what's did a you Ute? say Utes? Is that a what Utah is Utes? Ute? Utes. What is a Ute? Two Utes. Oh, oh I'm sorry, Your Honor. The Utes. <laughs> what movie is that? <laughs> That's my cousin Vinny. That's my right. cousin Vinny. My biological clock is ticking yeah. like this. <laughs> One of the great movies of all time. Utes at the, the sack of yes. suds. <laughs> And Marissa Tomei. Ooh la la. Ooh la la. She is Easy, easy. Top Gun. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Calm down, boy. Yeah. You're, you're hanging out at the boat ramp too much. Yeah. Easy there. Hey, hey, Logs. Yeah. Uh, after this week, uh, you're 
spring break is going to be over, yeah, correct? Done. You think? Yeah. You are going to be one busy dude. Yep, yep. Well, yeah, don't remind me. He is going to live He's vicariously through me. He's joking right now. <laughs> He's You're going to have to get the Angie subs and fries flown into the house. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I need to, but you, but I, you I, do a great job. I'll just have to bring my briefcase. Hey, when is stuff. your, uh, what's your off week this 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 year? Uh, November sometime. It's uh, so mid, it's good. Mid November, I think is okay. what it is. All yeah, right, all right. I, I think it's closer. It's a little bit later than I wanted it to be. I think it's right. from the twentieth. Yeah, or something last year like was that. perfect. It was like the first week of November or something. Yeah, I mean, you know, pluck. And sometimes you're on with that. I've heard you on with that. Shadrack guy. Yeah, are y'all Shadrack from the same? Guy. Are y'all from the same neighborhood? We yeah, me and JP are me and JP Shadrack, because, which is because JP's because awesome. some yeah, because sometimes I hear him and I think it's you. Y'all sound kind of like, and I was thinking if you got one more guy, it sounded like y'all. It could be uh, Shadrack, Meshach, and a band together. Fire up, <laughs> fire up the, the furnace. Oh boy. <laughs> Man, now you're quoting scripture and verse. Right. You're scaring exactly. me, buddy. I love it. Exactly. Anyway, um, this uh, blonde mm. lived out in the country. No, we just went down the hole. So much for the Bible. Yeah, there we go. Just went in the hole. Okay. She decided she wanted to go to a big city, so she got a flight to New York and flew into New York and checked into the hotel and everything and decided she wanted to go for a walk around the city and she went to a big, big park and watched people play with their dogs and talk and this and that and the other. And then she left there and went to a big museum and walked around in this big museum for a while. Then she got hungry. So she saw this big building and she goes in there and sits down at the table and um, everybody's walking back and forth past her and everything. She sits there about an hour. She sees this guy sitting over at a desk. And she walks over to him and she said, sir, I've been sitting over there for an hour and nobody has waited on me. And all I want is a steak and a baked potato. And he said, uh, ma'am, this is a library. And she said, oh, I'm sorry. Can I get a steak and a baked potato? I like it. Uh, yeah, that was good. Uh, I like it. That's pretty funny. Yay. Very good, Top Gun. <laughs> yep, got a new book. All right, uh, let's take a break. We okay. come back. We're going to talk to Chris. And then uh, there's more to the story about the buck that got hung on the fence yes, in Mandarin. Is. We have some uh, communication via our Facebook, Instagram page. And so we have a story to share right after this right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Danny Smith. Have you heard from Danny Smith's tire I'm outlet? Not. I haven't heard no. from Danny lately either. He, he, he's he got, got a newborn. Look, dude, dude. dude. He got, got no, 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 no. He got promoted. He's bigger than oh, we are Oh, he's big now. time now? Yeah, yeah. We helped him here on the Nimnik Outdoor uh-huh, Show uh-huh, get a uh-huh. get a promotion. We sit. You know, Look we, at that. He probably got bonuses and all kinds right? of stuff from, from right? the business that we sent to him. Right. Listen, and now, this show pays dividends. Crickets. Crickets? Crickets. You too? He, he big-timed you. Yeah, he did. He totally big-timed well, us. Maybe. Well, tire outlet's awesome. They could, yeah. You know, tire for anything under the sun and moon and everything. So I was kind of wondering, you know, since 
Danny's kind of been ignoring us. I mean, oh, does 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 Danny's mom still love us too? I and mean, that's gone. Yeah, I haven't. That would be remember, some, that would be the love you want. I mean, yeah, that's it, what, <laughs> that's kind know? of what I'm angling for yeah, here. Right. Now. Yeah, I kind of right. figured it was steering in that direction. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. Big old van pull out front, and yeah. golly, that smoke is Kind of need some end. of Danny's mom's cooking again. Yeah, some of yeah. Tie her out. Pork We're ribs. ready to do another uh, live remote. Yeah. 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 Maybe uh, show yeah. up at the old Hagen. Hey. So, did, did, mm. did, did I tell you about 10 days ago I got shanked? Shanked? <laughs> well, what's there? That's could me. Could be two different That's things. kind of yeah. scary now. Uh, uh, it, Scott's been hanging downtown Scott, a little bit God too bless much. Him. But oh. when he's not fishing, all right? I don't know what he's doing most of the time, but he's definitely watching the weather. All right, and he's like, you're, 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 you'll be out there fishing. He'll call you, say, "Do you see that storm? There's a storm coming." I'm like, "You're looking, and it's bright blue skies." You know, we're like, and and we all, and it's so funny because we're all on the radio. We're like, "Did you did you get a call from Shank?" Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and like like nothing happens for hours. We're already back in taking a nap by the time. You know the so, storm that he's right, watching right. But, and but concerned so, about. So ten right. days ago, I have all of these plans with Brother James this weekend. Okay, right? Uh-oh. And we're, we're dove hunt. Uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. we we we've been he's been planting the field. I mean, he has busted his tail. Yeah. Well, ten days ago, he calls me up. Ten days ago, now says, "Hey, we got a major hurricane coming right at yep. us. It's it's in the Canary Islands right now." <laughs> yep. And um. I'm looking at the – so I go on the weather chill. There's it's nothing. 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 As a matter of fact, they're showing this big dry air coming yeah. off of mm. off of Africa. And I'm looking in the Gulf. I'm like, I said, what the hell is he looking at? <laughs> you know? So so I texted him yesterday morning, and I said, hey, are you going to stick it out or are you evacuating? <laughs> <laughs> perfect. That's perfect. Yeah, that's uh, classic. <laughs> Yeah, we're in yeah. a first class helicopter, and yeah, it's yeah. coming up the coast in there. It's like, off Guatemala, but it'll be here tomorrow. He, he did call me immediately, and he was laughing. He goes, I, he goes, I was watching it, though, and they were saying that it. it was. I was like, I don't know what you were watching. But that's the – since 1941, 1941, yeah. we have not had a name storm in July and August. Yep, pretty cool thing. Yep. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's right. Yeah. That's the truth. Yep. Thanks. Not even a whisper in no, August. No, 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 no. Look, I'm keeping my fingers crossed. Yeah, knock on wood, wood do else. all that stuff. Don't mess it up. Yep. i tell you what, yep. though. I've got phone calls this week from my folks from this week coming up. Mm-hmm. What do you think, man? We're going to have to call it. Call what? What are you talking yeah, I, about? I know. You see that uh, storm Danielle out there? We're not fishing for six days. <laughs> well, it's coming, man. Well, and I talked like, to this guy, Scott yeah. Shank. I don't know if you know him. <laughs> They must yeah. be. They must be either talking to Scott number one or watching the Weather Channel because you know how the Weather Channel. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. this guy on Channel Eight. Did you see when they finally working. named it Danielle? It was like fireworks. Oh my God! And and, and it's not going to come close to any land. Ratings. Nothing. We're buying batteries though. <laughs> We're going to Home Depot today. Oh my gosh! By the way, um, I wanted to build a bed stand for the double wide. And neighbor Joe, who's the greatest neighbor ever. So a bed stand yeah. that gives me the impression that you're going to be hunting from a bed. No, 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 no. Like, like a, uh, uh, it's it's like a, a, a what they call a captain's bed. Okay. So it's it's a, it's a stand, and, and you and you put the mattress on top of it. Oh, so like a yeah, like a box frame or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
So, you, know, you say bed stand, I'm thinking you're going to hunt so, from it. So he sends me the list. That'd be pretty yep. awesome if you had a, like yep. a bed that was on top of a pedestal and then you yep. could shoot prone all the time. Old mini bipods, that'd be yeah. awesome. He sent me a list of things to get. So I go to Lowe's and I. Load Who up. gave you a list? Neighbor Joe. Gave okay. me a list of the wood that okay, he needed. Okay, so he's the guy that knows what the hell he's doing. Absolutely. Okay. It's awesome. Because I know you don't oh, when it comes no. to wood. That's why you got a neighbor like neighbor <laughs> Joe. So three sheets of plywood. Don't don't have any. No. Just no, take, it's expensive. They're like twenty nine, thirty dollars. What a piece? A How sheet? thick? Huh? How thick? Uh, three quarters. Okay, that's you're yeah. kidding. Yeah, that's, fifty-five. It's bucks crazy. A piece, bro. That's crazy. That's ridiculous. Yeah, and that's in a big box store. So I mean, I'm, I was like, you got hell. This bed's going to end up costing me. I should have just gone to yeah, Ashley Furniture. Yeah, rooms to go a later yeah. day or something. You know? Oh, Ollie, wow. Man. I was like, oh my. That's, you God. know, it's all Putin's fault. It is Putin's, Putin's fault. Price increase. Russian. Yeah. yeah. Russian collusion mm-hmm. there. We're colluding for sure. Yeah. All right, Le- Leon's on the phone. Oh boy. Hey, uh, before we get yep. to Leon, or we can actually dial Leon up and yes. he can listen in on this, because you remember the deer that I talked about in Mandarin that actually got itself hung on the fence and then died mm-hmm. in a very bloody mess? Uh, the picture actually went to Gerald, and uh, his friend, one of his friends, took a picture of it. And then uh, we talked about the story just a minute ago, and on our Facebook, we got a response from Richard Haller. And he said, uh, he said, him and his father in law actually dressed that deer. He so said they was, were the ones that called it in. He said they contacted the FWC, and uh, they gave him a number, and he said then they went ahead and took the deer, and they completely processed it, him and his father-in-law. He said that first deer that he's ever cleaned, but his father-in-law has cleaned many in his lifetime. So it was his first, and so the deer got utilized, which is great. I mean, that's, absolutely, you don't want an animal to go to waste like oh, that. So, yeah. so kudos to uh, Richard and his father-in-law for taking advantage of uh can you imagine hanging that thing up in mandarin in your garage <laughs> it ain't the Why first not? time one's been hung in mandarin i guarantee I know, you that I know, yeah. I know good for them so that's man. cool the deer, deer didn't go to waste away. yep yeah that's good that's a good thing all right uh, let's go to the phone lines and bring up leon this morning morning leon good morning jeff morning kevin god kirk good morning sir morning buddy hey. i remember a pret- hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. oh well, sorry about that buddy yeah good thanks cowboy. for nothing good morning yeah, cricket. Sorry about that, brother. I remember a particular time in the early '90s on Camp Lejeune, on a particular Thursday with field day, uh, field cleaning. That you know the, the the staff sergeant and the sergeant and the corporal were going room to room, and you know we have to stand out in front of our rooms for uh, you know field day inspection. And I remember a corporal walking into a room and then quickly exiting and going to the next room. Got the sergeant. The sergeant and the corporal went back into that room. They both quickly exited and got the staff sergeant. The staff sergeant came back in there, quickly exited. And we're all at that time going, what the hell is Uh-oh, happening? Here comes the lieutenant. Mm-hmm. And, yep, here comes Captain Butterbars. Uh-oh. And he comes in, and, oh, my God. Reams him out. Melt. Oh, it's a meltdown. We hear it. Everyone goes out. The friggin' the corporal and the sergeant, they're laughing their butts off as they walk out the door. I didn't see it. Because he had to clean it himself, but my understanding, there was a field dressed deer in the shower. No, you're <laughs> yes, kidding me. Was. In the barracks, in the barracks, a lance corporal was field dressing a deer that had been hit that morning uh, through the gates of the Camp of June, and he threw that thing in the back of his vehicle. 
and then drug it on a Thursday down to his barracks and hung it in the shower and was uh, was field dressing and maybe he didn't get it cleaned up in time. Oh <laughs> yeah, my God. Well, it was good and, that he was thoughtful enough to do it inside where there was a proper drain and everything. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah absolutely. I mean, and also a place to cool the deer off the carcass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, yeah, the Lance Corporal is just dangerous enough to be able to do anything in the Marine Corps, but able to plead, say, I didn't know better. You know, they can get away with anything. That's, and, uh, that's too yeah. funny. Yep. That happened in the early 90s. I guess they let but, him uh, finish the job and uh, clean it up, and he bagged it all up. And Did y'all end uh, up eating any of it? or? I, all I remember is he slept outside in the, squ- in the, in the, in the field. Yeah, in between the barracks for a week or two after that. <laughs> mm, yeah, they, they on the ground. Yep, like a, like a deer, uh-huh. like That's a pretty... pup tent. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be nasty. You're gonna sleep outside in a squad field. That's funny. Mm. Yep, that happened a long time ago. But uh, the valley bite has been pretty good. Um, water temperature is about 86 degrees. There's yeah, lots I'll of shrimp and mullet. Yeah, yes, sir. The only downside is, with all this rain we've been getting, the uh, plantation and sawgrass and marshland have been pumping down their lakes, and it's really starting to darken up the water uh, from that pump down of all that fresh water. So it's not really dirty, but it is getting really stained. Huh. Yeah, I noticed uh, that. I was out in the intercoastal yesterday, and um, Wednesday I was out as well and got yes, stuck sir. in a storm and got soaked. I mean, mm-hmm. just just drenched. I told Favor I'd... Literally, Leon uh, got everything loaded back up in the trunk, and I'm standing like five inches of water at the truck, it seemed mm. like. And I was like, all right, so I don't want to get soaking wet in the truck. So I just, you know, I just I stripped down to my undies and <laughs> to minimize okay. the soakage of the truck chair, you know. And you didn't ride home like that. I did. You? Oh, boy. I, I can did. See I had that. my fingers crossed, please, don't officer. Get pulled don't, over. Please, pull don't, don't pull me over. Don't, uh, don't let me you, get a flat tire. Uh, don't let do? me get pulled over. What are you doing there, son? And don't let me get on a wreck because I'm wearing my, my sack sexy underwear. That's just not <laughs> oh, good. And, I, and I, thanks for that. Yeah, took, exactly. took my wet clothes and just there's put them in the bed of the truck. Yeah, there's there's a picture for you, Leo. There's your sign. That definitely would But anyway, the, the I went back again yesterday, and the water was really stained. And, mm. it, and you can almost see, like, and it's not like a – uh, green algae bloom or anything like that. It's just a lot of these little particles that you see kind of floating in the water mm-hmm. that make it that stained color kind of almost like root beerish. Mm. Whereas yeah, right. two days before, right, I got you. It was it was clear. You know, right. it, had, it kind of had a tannic clear to it. You know, like it has in our intercoastal. But man, it changed in two days. And that storm that happened on Wednesday was pretty good. And then of course Thursday it rained as well. So you're right, Leon. Especially. In certain areas where you got a lot of residential development, et cetera, there's really kind of not that filter's not there as much. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, honestly, the valley is between the valley and just a little bit north is the center spot between St. Augustine and uh, Mayport. So water goes up and down. It doesn't filter. It's, it takes a while for that to, you know, spread out. Oh, yeah. And, uh, there's not a lot of water movement back no, there. No, there is not. Mm hmm. There's Although not. I will say uh, a bit of good news, the uh, dredging project is in its last stage, and I would give it just maybe a few weeks, maybe two weeks, and they're going to be done. That's wow. good. Uh, good gosh. Yep. How long has that been going on? A year? That's been, it's been going on a while. They're now just they're at uh, Cameron's dock right now, just to the north of the uh, 210 Bridge. That's good. So they only have a few hundred yards to go, and uh, that will finally be over. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. Which, you, have, you have a good holiday, all right? 
Thank you very much, guys. Have a great day. All right, let's take a break. Uh, By the way, uh, Robbie Simmons just sent us this funny picture of these on our Facebook page, which, folks, you can always send us pictures, whatever, on our Facebook page. He sent us a picture of these tires that are on like a, you know, you put on an ATV side-by-side kind of thing, and the tires actually down the middle, you know, the the, The the knobbies in the middle of the tread, they actually have deer hoof prints. And I was like, holy. Yeah, is that real? Because he said, imagine messing with the boys at camp riding around with those tires. Looks like deer going everywhere. And he said he Googled it, and they're actually real. These UTV tires are called Sedona Bucksnort. And the middle knobs on the tire are deer tracks on the end of the rubber. That is awesome. Yes, that is. would be. That would be that funny. Is, Wouldn't that it be awesome. Really? God, look at that trail, man. <laughs> oh, wow. Right there by that is four-wheeler that, track. Is, is that a buck or a doe? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a break. 904-641-1010 if you'd like to join us here this morning on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Coastal Equipment, two locations, both of them loaded up with all kinds of tools to help you do the job right. The uh, Kubota Army is available at Coastal Equipment, the full line of Kubota products. You also have all the Gravely Zero Turn Mowers, Land Pride attachments, and uh, and I was actually been texting with John a little bit. Uh, They have a, a wide range of implements that you can get, but then also they can order whatever you need. So give them a call. Parts, equipment, you name it, coastal equipment. And don't forget, if you need a pole saw, they've got the full line of steel as well, all at it coastal equipment. It will all be in use this weekend. Uh, yeah. It is work weekend. Oh, is it? Yes, it is. Oh, boy. Yep. Labor, Labor Day weekend is always work weekend. So I got the uh, the new steel. I want to say it's a 131 pole saw. Mm-hmm. Man, you want to talk about a machine? Yeah. Wow. I it, love it, that Milwaukee I got. I used it yesterday, man. That thing is just money. Is that an electric Milwaukee? Yeah, that's a battery power. Give me the gas. <laughs> I'm telling you, this thing is bad it to the bone. electric trimmer. It works and works and works and works. What's, your next, Kyle. what's your next vehicle there, Kirk? You're going to be driving a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> Never. I'm never oh. buying a battery-powered car. I am not doing I'm it. I'm just giving you our time. Oh, goodness. But you know what? Roger, uh, he has a, a bunch of electric-powered stuff. Chainsaw. Mm-hmm. Um, what else does he have? The, Milwaukee? Yeah, it, it, it is, I believe. Milwaukee is incredible. It uh, really is. They make good stuff. Yeah. Look, look, even the electric, some of the electric stuff is great, but, man, if you're looking to do something that's that's a yeah, little bit I mean, bigger job, not, man, you got to have the not, gas. You're not cutting down a 12-inch pine tree, you know? But yeah, yeah, for, yeah. for trimming stuff up and, you know. Yeah, but even those trimming, those, those limbs, the the, the the weaker the machine, the longer the work, the more effort that you have to expend. That's yeah. why you get that, that I think it's an ST-131 yeah. steel pole saw, and it's yeah. like the professional I, grade I, one. I, I told you that for for trimming roads and stuff like that, I've gone to the Sawzall. I mean, you just go up yeah. there with a zip, zip, mm-hmm. zip, zip, mm-hmm. and it's like, damn. You know, I mean that mm-hmm. that takes no time. The only problem is with the sawzall, is the limb has to be a little thick. You can't like if it's if it's just a little piece of limb. Yeah, it just won't vibrate so it. much. Yeah, it vibrates so much. Yeah, yeah it just kind of shakes. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I got you. All right, uh, let's uh, go to the phone lines and bring up Sandy this morning. Morning, Sandy. Hey, 
Hey, morning, guys. How you doing? Good. Yeah, I thought those tires were a hoot. I'm going to get those um, tires that their um, dog club that bought that 10,000 acres from us um, last year that we're not going to get to hunt this year. I'm going to go over there and kind of ride around the first weekend or about the, before the first weekend. Sure. Tear shacks all over the road. That'll <laughs> teach them. Certainly. Um, Jeff, I sent those um, trail camera pictures in there um, to you. That um, My feet are there one minute, and the next minute it's turned over. So I guess the, they're starting to get a little frisky out there. You mean yeah, the bears? You might have a bear, too. You might yeah. have a bear problem. I haven't seen no bears over there. I've seen a couple of coyotes, a few bobcats, but I have no – I've been looking around, but – You got any cameras? I, yeah, I, I really think it was a storm that come through the other night then blew it over because mm. we had a lot of rain down there. Right. I know in our place but, you um, do not put feeders out. We've We've learned our lesson. The bears just I've been listening to the show. I've been listening to the show all the time, and um, I guess for twenty five years it don't seem like it's that long. But Lord, y'all do a good job. <laughs> but I've been I've been here in November the fifth, and I go, okay, I mark that on the calendar. I'm sitting there going, what's November the fifth? I'm out there in Glen St. Mary's, and I go, wait a second, that's the first day of general gun season. Hey, look, uh, if you don't come, you know, it gives better chances for us to win, Sandy. Well, I'm going to send the wife and the daughter, so um, <laughs> we will be um, there in spirit. I, I, I hear you. I get it. Yep. Because I can, I can promise I you, you. But that, you know that, what? Spirit that, ain't going to win you nothing. Yeah. I, 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 that, that, that puts me about a quarter of the way to my property, so uh-huh. I'm going to leave straight from there. Right on. Yep. Yep. All right, well, me and Winston's pulling up the standard feed to go get some more antler max and corn. There you go. All right, tell everybody we said good morning. We said hi. All right, guys. Thank you, Sandy. See you, Sandy. Yeah, the uh, standard feed and seed. Yes. Uh, if you ain't got your food plot seeds, folks, by the way, uh-huh. uh, standard feed and seed, mm-hmm. now's the time to get it ordered. They or- can, uh, and they can mix and match. They do. Too. That, that's yeah. the nice thing because a lot of times when you try to buy Let's say you're trying to plant just a small food plot, quarter acre. But, you know, there's some people that have smaller food plots like that. And you go and, you, yeah, you, and you <laughs> yeah, try to buy be yeah, two of us yeah. here. A, a blend like that. It can, or you try to create a blend that you want, or that's your custom blend. You can't, you can't, you got to buy like a whole bag of this and a whole bag of that right. to make the blend. And I can tell you, if you wanted to mix chicory in there, a 50-pound bag of chicory will go a long way. So you don't need a 50-pound bag. Dough, chicory goes a long way. Oh, buddy! So, so, so does clover. You know. By the way, I wanted to tell everybody that uh, I can, if you're not planting chicory in your food plots for the deer, mm-hmm. you're making a big mistake. I agree. I, I, I'll be I'll be very honest with you. It's the first time I ever planted it last year, and it's still still it's, eating it. It's still eating it, and yep. it's still growing. They'll still eat it all yep. the way until yep. the next deer season. Yep. For and, that, and, and, they'll feed and, on it for a year. And you know, we went through that drought in June. No problem. And and nope, it was it 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 just kind of looked like it was, you know, wilting lettuce. Wilting, thank you. Yeah, and, but it and, comes and back. It comes back. Yep. And the more the deer eat it, the more it grows. For for the money, I don't know if there's anything better. Now that's not an instant attractor for the fall. It is not. But it's a it's a something that feeds them in the winter time, and then 
in the spring and summertime the following year. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't feed the deer now. You know what I'm doing this year? And uh, maybe you'll kind of laugh at me, but I've got, a little, got a little tip at from, uh, you know, because I've always mixed in some warm season seeds with the fall planting, knowing that we're in a, you know, chance of us getting a freeze aren't real high. I'm I'm planting soybeans this fall. Why not? I, I've I, we've done that. I mean, I've, I've planted iron clay peas. Yeah, yeah. Throw them in there. So I'm I'm throwing hey, in. Them. I'm throwing well, yeah, in because soybeans. they only last for six weeks anyway. Yeah, and you they can get them up. Yeah. And I was looking at the cost of soybean and buckwheat. And buckwheat, a 50 pound bag of buckwheat will plant, gosh, uh, two acres mm-hmm. in a drill. You know, oh, yeah. and whereas soybeans, you know, one bag. You know, so you. It's more expensive. In other words, it's more expensive to buy a bag of buckwheat than it is to buy a bag of soybean, but the bag of buckwheat goes a little bit farther. Right. But for soybean, is very reasonable compared to a lot of other seed. Yeah. And uh, so I'm, I'm planting soybeans. Soybeans and iron clay peas, there's nothing. That now, I'm not planting straight soybean, but no, soybeans added it. to the oats and the wheat yeah, and all so, that. So it's, 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 it's great for early season. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's the best it's, early attractant. Yeah, it really uh, that, is. That, 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 During you know, bow season, bow season is is wonderful. But it's like you said, Jeff. You know, um, gun season doesn't start till I don't, I don't know, October fifteenth or something like that. That seed will be up and good. Oh, I mean, it, it'll be perfect. Be golden. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I mean, well, let's it, take a break. It, take, it, it, it kind of gives everything else a break. You know, to be able to grow up. You know, they'll eat those soybeans first. It would be great if we could get to where we can. I don't want to say dry up a little bit, but yeah, we need to dry up a little bit. Yeah. It's like been raining every day. I know it has been. It's wet. Anyway, let's take a break. 904-641-1010 if you'd like to join us here this morning on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Hey, if you're looking to take a little vacation that's not that far away, Seenhatchee River Club couple hours away short drive across the state then you will absolutely be impressed with the cabins that they have you've got boat rentals available you can hire a fishing guide over the, there the new marina a yeah, new marina i mean it's uh pretty impressive over it, there steen hatchy river club i got i got i got me and tara actually going over there in the uh winter time me and mm-hmm. her and merle i think i at can some promise point. you carrie and i are going yeah a couple times this winter uh, gonna yeah. hit it and uh, what's the guy's name the charter cabin over there um, uh, Mike Summer, yeah, Mike, just, Mike Farmer. I just look, Mike Farmer. I want yeah. I want somebody that. Yeah. Well, you, I'll get you in touch with Jody, who yeah. you know, he, get, he and his family and everybody. Owns I want to go over there and catch sheep's head. That would be that, fun. That's 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 March. That would be a March. Lot that's of fun. March. Okay. Yep. And, How uh, fun would that be? And, and I've had people offer me GPS numbers. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Kind I'd of love know. to do that. That's I would love to do that. Shot. They, they said it's like. A joke. Stupid, stupid easy. Yeah, stupid easy. I like stupid easy. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I like yeah. the stupid easy. So, yeah, I just some don't, of them, you know. You know, it's, it's so funny because um, it, it, Dave Flogger, who I talked to you guys about, we had that incredible tarpon trip on Wednesday. His buddy Morgan that, that he brought with him, um, he fishes out of Steen Hatchie and, and those. And, and they talk about going to the middle grounds like nothing. Which is? 90 miles. Oof. That's a long way. That's a really long. I mean, way. they they do it for regularly. It's a big deal for us or people here to go to the Gulf Stream. Yeah, which, which is, is 50, 50 miles plus miles, yeah. depending on the time of year. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about you could almost 90? go on the other side. Yeah, 
And I've just that's gotta I'm be what really two and a half hour. Personally, ride. personally for me, I'm just really uncomfortable. That's Dude, too the far. The fishing is sick. There's pictures and everything. That I, but the, you know, if you want to, and again, people who fish over there contradict me, and I understand because I'm not totally familiar with it. But from what I understand, I mean, if you want to get into really good snapper fishing, mm-hmm. it's thirty miles. Thirty miles. And they, thirty miles to them is, is just nothing, you know. Yeah, I think for, a lot of it has to do the for fact us. I, I would, I never launch and think I'm, I'm going thirty miles. But, you yeah. know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm, Kirk and I are different. We're doing four, five, six hour trips, you know, and you can't go that far on that kind of a trip. You got to do something within what we call the party grounds. But I mean, for them, um, and you know, I can remember fishing over there with my grandparents and trout fishing, Jeff. We it, it, at times we would go 10, 12 miles offshore to fish certain grass flats, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, because it's, it's, it's a foot a mile. That's ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a foot. It's flat out there, yeah. buddy. You know, I mean, so, you know, you just, I just. When you, when you were, cause you were over there with the, uh, uh, oil platforms over there, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now that's different. Wow. So, so, so because Cameron. Louisiana and Venice and all that. It's yeah. You're coming it, out of the past and you hit de- a little deeper water. Yeah, you hit deeper water. It's, okay, it's, it's it's not the same. Just my my question yep. though is how far offshore were some of those oil platforms? So our platform was 115 miles. Okay, how rough did that Gulf of Mexico get? Freaking it. crazy rough. Crazy rough. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, your first yeah, thought I mean, about it, you think ocean. Okay, ocean's bigger than a Gulf, yeah. so the Gulf can probably only get so bad. No, well, hell, I mean, you think about the Great Lakes. Think about all the ships yeah. they've lost and Lake Superior. Yeah, okay. and, you know, just because you're calling it the Gulf of Mexico or Lake Superior. It's like it's, an ocean. It's still yeah, wicked. Yeah, it's still wicked. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I told you guys the story. That my last hitch, it was it was 10 to 15 foot, um, and it was October, as in one of those fronts, you know, came through, and it was howling and i was sick for three days man Ooh. and and i finally told him i said you either put me on that oil platform or or, or i'm taking the boat over there <laughs> and they did they had to because i thought i was going to die yeah. yeah yeah that was it that was it for me i said uh-uh now um the the, the old platform is not a fixed structure correct um not necessarily no but you don't feel it moving you don't much. feel it moving mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've got actually pontoons that are yeah. got ballast in them, it, so they're sunk. But those tubes are full of water, like a submarine. This would be a great question for Dad. I mean, he worked on bull rigs forever. Yeah, you know, um, he worked in the North Sea with sixty foot waves. Oof. You know, I mean, that's so, nasty up there. Yeah, really like nasty. Nasty. And they nasty. didn't. They never. They never hit anything. That's full pucker, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Never they, hit anything. What do you mean? Oil. Really? Nothing. Yeah, no. Just digging. <laughs> they they drug that oil rig. From the Gulf of Mexico, uh-huh. all the way around the Horn, all the way up to Gloucester, off of Gloucester. And? And nada. 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 Hmm. <laughs> Dad said it was the nastiest weather he's ever seen in his life. No, thank you. Yep, no, thank you. I can't imagine. But do they, like, do, when you were out there, did the people that were working out there, did they have lines out off the rig at times, you know, during um, nice weather and stuff? So... For for us, could you fish off of the platform? I never saw anybody fishing, and, and and I don't think that they let anybody fish because we weren't allowed to fish, and the reason why is and this literally they they shut the fishing down on the crew boats because the guys were 
running the crews out and stopping at the next oil rig with six rods and two giant coolers, uh-huh. filling them up and running back and selling the fish. Uh-huh. So they were making more money as commercial fishermen than they were as running the crew boat. Ah, <laughs> double dipping. Yeah, they were they were double dipping big time. Hmm. Yeah, and I was like, damn it, I missed that. Yeah, <laughs> but I know when I fished the Gulf over there and we went out. You're right. I mean, you'd run 10 miles, and all of a sudden you look at the bottom recorder and just laugh and go, damn, we're only 20 feet of yeah, water. Yeah, exactly. And we're looking for cobia. Right. That is so weird. Yeah, it is. It is it's, you they, know, I mean, they have the, these the, platforms the, out there. I think there. the sheep's head fishing is, is 20, 25 miles, and, and they, 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 they talk about that when you get there, they just come up. Huh. They just they come off the bottom. So What's the structure that they're on? I think it's just lime Is it like it's just limestone yeah, like it is here? I, yeah. Just yeah. lime bottom. Okay. Sea fans and a little bit of coral mixed yep. in. I don't think they have very many wrecks over there. No. You know? I mean, if they do, there's right, a right, lot right, of private right. wrecks. Yeah. You know? But as in, Not I, don't like we think, did over I don't here. think Taylor County is doing what St. John's County and Duval County do. Yeah, they didn't sink a lot of stuff over right. there. Right. They did not have yeah. like an offshore fishing club that dedicated to sinking wrecks. That'd be pretty cool if they had that, though. And oh, I, yeah. oh, if you, I guarantee you there's but, some Bubba's that loaded up the old you know pontoon no, no, boat no, I said, I concrete. Said, I, I said and, public. Yeah, 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 yeah. Drove around yeah. the neighborhood getting washers yeah. and dryers. Yeah. Public. Oh, yeah, I guarantee that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing here. They rust out, though, and they, they, they can move easier. Those, I, I wonder, are they still making the – Reef balls? Reef balls? No. And that's it's the greatest attractant ever. You know that was one of the best projects. Absolutely, one hundred percent. They got they, it going and they just dropped I, I, it. I mean, you know, they're they're still. What, what the, would it take to get that back up and running again? Oh, I mean, you know, it, because we, we got to talk. We called we called the Mandarin that. Reef Balls because they were made at Mandarin High School. Right, it was a project right. for a high school student. What a great project! Yeah, you know, and and the cool thing about the Reef Balls is that they don't attract barracudas very much. Mm-hmm. You know. Big concrete structures or, or you know, uh, 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 tugs, all that kind of stuff. Man, the kudas during the summertime, you can't fish there, mm-hmm. you know, because the, they're, they're so bad. But like the reef balls? It's not bad. There's there's very few, very few kudas. I have caught them, but nothing like, you know, uh, it's just like our high school reef balls. Two miles to the south of that is what we call Standish. And Standish is concrete. You, you can't fish there in the summertime because there's 100 barracudas in there, mm-hmm. you know. But you go to the Reef Balls, which is two miles north, and there's there's I wonder hardly, why that is. Um, you know, because— I think it's more elevated structure. I think that's it, what I think. It, it, and, and, and also, Jeff, that, that whenever they put the Reef Balls out, it's a big area. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not one concentrated area like like concrete. How many um, reef, how m- reef Balls did they put uh, out 50? there? Okay. I'm, 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 I'm thinking, and, and, and you know what? There's some out there that we haven't, that we don't know about, I mean, you know, because Wouldn't they, it be, I mean, what, what would be so awesome just to keep that program alive? Yeah, and by the way, there's, back. there's reef balls off of Flagler that no one fishes. Huh. I'll guarantee you Fred Miles does, Yeah, you know, but why they put them way the hell up there, 35 miles from anybody, you know, um, it is beyond me. Hmm. We'd, but you know what? We talked to Dr. Quentin White yeah. about this, and, and and they talked about doing some inshore reefs. Yeah, they did. You know, within within three miles, which is a fantastic idea. I saw oh, somewhere absolutely. where somebody just did that. I don't know where it was, but in the, the state of the Florida, the reef balls would be perfect for mm-hmm. that. Yeah, because you're not you're you're you know you don't have to clean a hull out or 
you know, you know what I'm saying, old boats, whatever they, you know, old barges and yeah. stuff. You don't have to do all that. With the reef balls, it's concrete. You know, they're not Which, dis- they're not disturbing anything. No, it's they're con- just attracting concrete is bait not fish. Cheap, right? Like, to to get, but I mean, you would think that. Oh, that would be s- some yeah. type of some type of a. Cool I totally agree. Private, public, you know, you know, I guess production. Yes. You know where you get both participating, yeah. and you get. Uh, I can tell you, it's absolutely. Well, hell, it's you, so you, beneficial you've, you've, you've from a fishing standpoint. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's 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 an amazing. It fishery. breathes life into an area yeah, that that's right. Normally it's, it's, wouldn't have it's it. Sand. So yeah, and to be able to create a lot of opportunities that would be near shore, that would be, I think, awesome. I, I, do, I do too. And, and and you know he. I know we talked to him about that a couple of years ago, and we haven't heard anything. Yeah, we about need to, that. It's, and because we talked about how you could have these. Uh, and the cool thing is, is that you can get them sponsored. Mm-hmm. Sure. To where you get you know corporate contributions to help pay. So instead of like high school reef balls, you could call them. Yeah. Okay. Kirk Waltz's re- right. uh, reef balls right. because Kirk yeah. contributed the money to build the yeah, reef balls circle, or something like circle that. Circle K you know? balls. Or yeah. Something. Circle yeah. K balls. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah. No, you, 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 you could. And, and like, I, I'm with you. And I would take a break, but I don't know why they ever stopped that because it's, it, it, it's a great program. Right, we got to talk to Dr. White about yep, it. We got to get do. him back on in here before he starts getting too busy hunting. So we'll, we'll do that. All right, Ted, let's take a break here on the Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show. And just a reminder to everybody that, uh, hey, look, if you're looking for an HVAC company, Thick Pen Heating and Cooling, only place to call, 904-448-1962. And uh, Joey and Mike will take good care of you. would like to join us here this morning, 904-641-1010. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for the Ring, per- Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. Ring Power in the Cat Rental Store has the most dependable fleet in the industry across a wide range of equipment. If you've got interest in making your job site run better and more productive, go to ringpower.com to learn more. This week's tip, uh, the mullet are starting to head south. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just pouring out of the rivers and inlets now. And, and next time we get a, we're going to get a little trickle this week. Yeah, we, we are going to get a trickle this we week. We get another trickle and yep. you're just going to do it again. Yep. I mean, it's crazy. Um, we've been seeing a lot of these in the, in the picture that we posted on our Facebook page. These are these 12 to 13, 14-inch you know, yep. medium-sized mullet. Crab bait. Yeah. Yep. And they're awesome for catching bull reds. I mean, and actually, dead, you like can dead, use them offshore. Dead bait? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, that's what we're doing. I mean, we're just... And, and they're great for bottom fishing offshore, too. Mm-hmm. So, you take these mullet like this and get a bucket full of them, make a little brine with a little kosher salt and cold water and ice, salt water, and just let them soak a little bit and then do bag you, them up, do freeze you them. you gut them or... Any, no. Nope. Nope, you just do, do them whole. Do them whole, and then brine them up, and throw them in the in the. Uh, like, let's say you had a let's say you had a five gallon bucket of mullet, mm-hmm. right? Okay, and how much salt would you use, and what kind of salt? I, because put, a lot of people don't I'd really put a half a cup of what? I put a, a kosher salt. Yeah, kosher salt, like half a course, cup of kosher salt. Course, yep, kosher, yep, the, co- kosher. the coarse stuff, and then just before you leave the boat ramp, just get you a bucket of salt water. And dump bait in, you know, into that saltwater brine, and just let them sit there with that ice on them for I don't know an hour, and then bag them up and put them away. What it does is it tightens up the flesh of the fish mm-hmm. and makes it a lot firmer. And that way, when you unfreeze it, use it for bait, it holds up a lot better. 
And they, for some reason, they like that salty, fishy right. smell. Um, <laughs> when yeah. you're using them for bait, do you fillet them? Nope. Or so do you... what we do is we cut them up into little meatballs, like a, about the size of a golf ball. Okay. And just... So you're cutting right through the backbone. Yep. Cut okay. the head off. Sometimes I'll put the head on there. Sometimes I'll flip it over to the side for chum. Mm-hmm. And just cut them into little, you know, two thumbs. Right. As big as two thumbs. Mm-hmm. And so you just got a piece about as big as a, a you know, a, a you got a chunk. A golf ball. Mullet meatball. Mullet meatball. And have, flip it out there, have, and those bull reds will eat the fire have, out of have it. Have you man. ever tried to freeze ladyfish? They just don't hold you up. Can't, you can't do it. They're they don't hold mushy. up. It's, it's like too a trout. mushy. Like a yeah, trout. it's like a trout or it's a kingfish. Yeah, it just doesn't hold up well. I caught, I don't know how many ladyfish yesterday. They are they're, so good fresh. so everywhere. I mean, they're everywhere. I'm telling you, if you're in a spot where there are ladyfish, there's redfish. They're going to eat them. And if you catch one and they're fresh and you stake them out the same way, cut them in chunks and flip them out there and just let them soak. Let them soak. Those big old other creatures. Tarpon love ladyfish too, don't they? They'll eat the fire out of them. Yeah. Do they eat dead? Well, uh, Talk to Boo. Yeah. Talk to Boo and Dave. But but like ladyfish heads? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know about a live ladyfish. I have drugged live ladyfish offshore. I just just never had anything touch them. (laughs) That to me, if if somebody calls me on the radio and I'm in the river fishing for redfish, oh, we're over here catching ladyfish. I'm like, where are you at? Mm -hmm. And I will go over there with a light tackle rod with a jig head and shrimp, and I'll keep four or five of them, ice them down. That day, for that day, Mm -hmm. that's some of the best cut bait you can can buy. (laughs) Yeah, they were. The ones I was catching were about. you know, eight, nine, ten inches long, you know. Just so, enough to aggravate you. Oh, it's, yeah. you know, they, they, they're they so awesome because they jump. Yeah, I know. You know, get them on a little jig head or something. But, man, they can wear out a bait now. I'm telling you, if you got any deep holes in that creek or wherever you're fishing at, and you cut some of that, throw it on soak the bottom, and soak it, and just sit there for a few minutes. If mm. there's any reds around, they'll delete it. They'll find, find it, it and eat it. Yeah, I need, to, uh, I, need to, I need to try that. All right, anyway, let's uh, let's go to the phone lines. That's your Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. Freeze up some of those mm-hmm. mullet and uh, use them for offshore bait or for big redfish bait at any time in the next uh, couple weeks, months, whatever. Yeah, they're coming in. All right, let's go to Zach. He's got a fishing question here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Good morning, Zach. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Good. Good. So I got a quick question. Um, I know the Jack's Pier has recently reopened. So um, what uh, – Bait and tackle, would you recommend for fishing off of it? And uh, what possibly could you catch huh. fishing huh. off of here? Every, good, everything. Good. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Kirk, are they allowing them to kingfish? They are, and they are slaughtering the kings. No kidding. Um, I heard something ridiculous the other day from one of the guys that fished those off, uh, off the pier. And I think, I think he told me they've caught like 55 kings yeah. already off the pier. Wow. Since it opened. wow. Wow. Something ridiculous. Right. All right, so you could kingfish, which is that's a little yeah, involved. Yeah, yeah, it is. I I, I agree. <laughs> but so, if, if somebody just wanted to go out to the pier and catch a fish, a fresh dead shrimp, absolutely, and absolutely. a little surf rig. Do they? Let me ask you this: Do they have a bait shop? Uh, I don't think so. Not yet. Okay. So all right. You so you need to bait. you need to show up with your with bait. Your own bait, whether it's finger mullet or mud minnows, fish or bites. Shrimp. Fish bites fish is a bites great would idea. Be a good one. I mean, yep, yep, yep. Sheephead, fresh trout. dead shrimp. Um, and and, and look. You know what the one tip that I got told, which was I think it's awesome, and I can't remember who told me this, 
is that when you're surf fishing, you take a fish bites and you cut a piece about the size of a BB marble, mm -hmm. you know, put that on the hook, and then you still put your bait on the shrimp bait on, on there. Yep. Yeah. And then when if the shrimp gets knocked off, the yep. fish bite stays on there, so you still continue to get a bite. Chip Wingo's notorious for that. That that's who it was. Yep. Chip told me to do yep. that. That was a great idea. Yep, yep. yep. So and for surf fishing, I mean, that's like and, genius. And I tell you, this this northeast weather too brings yeah. those sand fleas in. Yeah. And has big yep. time. Yeah. But and that's another good bait off the, the pier. The, the thing that that uh, Kirk and I talked about a couple weeks ago is keep it simple. This is not yeah, brain surgery. All right. But but here's the deal. Don't buy the pre-made rigs that you go into box store. All right. If you, if you really want to, you know, it, it's, it's, it's 15 pound fluorocarbon, like a two or, hard three to make aught, your own. two or three aught circle hook. Um, you know, a, 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 according to what the current's doing, um, two, three ounce egg sinker yeah. and, and chunk it out there. I mean, it's not that difficult. And what are you going to catch? You catch anything. You catch Everything. sharks, you catch whiting, you catch jacks. Uh, red pompano, reds, trout, black I mean, drum, black drum. So Kobe, yeah, they've catch Kobe off the pier. I know they pier. do. They catch they catch everything. I mean, off kingfish that off the pier. pier, Spanish mackerel. Mm -hmm. I mean, they've been catching a lot of stuff off that. pier. I got to go down there one day just to check it out. Yeah, it's, just to it looks see beautiful. Fish, you know, and check yeah. out the pier, and maybe even take a rod and yep. soak a couple pieces of shrimp or something. They've you know, caught some bites. kings off of it. I mean, I heard one day they caught six or seven in one day. Wow. I, I mean, used to love to go to the Jacks. So if, for the guys that kingfish, what do they do? Are they floating? Uh -huh. Live baits? Mm -hmm. So they'll chunk um, a rod out. Anchor rod. An anchor rod. Like like a big, tall surf fishing rod. Okay. With with like a Sputnik on yeah. it. And chunk it as far as they can. Okay. And they get it in the... In, in, in stuck the, in the sand. Stuck in the sand. Right. They put that in the rod holder at the end of the pier. Uh -huh. So you got this big rod with a lot of line out. Then they take a, a balloon or whatever and, 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 and clip it. To that line, use a shower curtain hook. Yeah, exactly, shower curtain hook, and 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 send it down to the water. So the bait's on top of the water. Okay. And and With then like a clothespin. Yeah. Then when the fish strikes it, 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 it comes off the clothespin just like a downrigger. Okay. Yeah. So the, hmm. the 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 anchor rod still stays there. Still there all the time. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. So when you fight the fish, you got to make sure you're. Yeah, yeah, paying I'm attention to where that rod line. Right. Is. I'm sure that the if they if they have that, they can they, they can, can come in, they, in they, they, they bring can it, reel in. it in. Yeah. What yep. if have they ever tried kites off of the pier, flying kites to get the bait away? Uh, and, that'd uh, be tough. Yeah, I, I, it would be tough. Because the only way it's going to work is if you get a west wind. If you get any kind of east wind, the right. kite's going back I mean, up yeah. on the beach. Hell, nowadays you could take a drone and fly the bait out way off of I, the pier. I, I'm sure. And drop I'm it. sure that they're doing that. I'm sure that some people yeah. are. Golly, you used that would to be cool, man. I used to love to go down there when Blackie was shark fishing, and they, they those guys in those kayaks. Nuts! Absolutely, big old piece of bloody meat stuck between their legs. They give them in the kayak. Oh yeah, they give them twenty bucks to take it out there. They had these huge reels, you know, and big hooks. Oh yeah, big old cable for leader. Yeah, and they get out there and they'd wave, you know, and and they'd be like, "No, oh, keep going, keep going." <laughs> they keep paddling, and, you know, tick 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 tick. It's coming off that big old reel. And he'd uh, wave and go, okay, drop it. You know, he'd drop it. The, the rods and reels they used to use. Oh, that my God, dude. It was classic. Uh, what do you think the biggest shark ever caught off the, of the, the largest hammerhead the, ever? The, it, the world record hammerhead was caught there. Caught off the pier. Really? Yeah, yeah, off the Jack's Beach Pier. What year it's and how big? It's in the museum. Yeah. Uh, what's that? How, how big? Over and 14. What year was this? Oh, it had to be late 70s, early 80s. 
Yeah, it was, it somebody was, else, somebody will know. But I mean, I was kind of a pure rat. So, I'd, oh, those guys were my heroes, man. Smoking cigarettes and drinking <laughs> beer. You know, just just the guys that you that you picture. You know, the skins all curly. smoking cigarettes and watching Captain Kangaroo. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't don't tell me uh, I got nothing all to sunburnt do. leather yeah. skin. Oh yeah, yeah, classic. They, I mean, they were oh, and when a sailboat would come by, uh-huh. oh, it was not pretty. Why? Because they draft like eight feet, they would they they sometimes they'd put the line out too far. Oh, <laughs> they would stop a sailboat. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean when 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 I yeah, Blackie Reeser's hammerhead weighed seven hundred and three pounds. Then what year was this? Uh, seven hundred and three pound hammerhead. That yeah. was is in nineteen seventy five. Seventy five, and how long was it? Fourteen feet four inches long. Fourteen four. Yep. That's a big fish. That's a big fish. I wonder how fish. long that fish, how long it fought, I mean, how long the fight was. Oh, man. I, what do well, you think? I mean, here's, here's the deal. Because you're in a fixed location. It's not like you're in a well, boat. Not only that, they got to beach him. Somebody's got to grab yeah, that fish. Yeah, somebody's got to drag him up, or they got to drag him up <laughs> yeah. with a rod. Well, he's yeah. got to drag him down down that pier to the yeah, beach. Yeah, that's right, with this yeah. giant, you know, giant rod, rod reel. whatever, you know, bent <laughs> butt. Um it, it 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 had to be a spectacle, you know. I bet that was people surfing. Oh, and- <laughs> buddy, fourteen yeah. foot hammerhead. Yeah, yeah. You kidding me? That- it, that's 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 po'd. Yeah, yeah. Now, didn't they have years ago? I was reading it somewhere. Maybe it was um, what's the guy that wrote the books? Mark Sosen? No, 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 no. They wrote the books locally about Peter down- Benchley. About, oh uh, no, 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 Jacksonville. Oh, okay. <laughs> Give me a second. We had him on the show. I know, I know, I know. Come I on, know. Favor and Kirk, where's your memory at? I, I've got a brain fart. And uh, anyway, he talked yeah. about how years ago there used to be a lot of shark fishing tournaments oh, around Jacksonville. Yeah. Oh, you had the Jacksonville uh, Shark Fishing Club. Dude, then, yeah. That was huge in, no, in you, the 70s. You, you should have seen the sharks at the ramp, bro. There's and they used to, they stopped doing it. Charlie. Charlie Hammerker. Charlie Hammerker. Charlie Hammerker. Yeah. They, yeah. they stopped having all this because the... Chamber of Commerce didn't exactly like the fact that right. we're promoting shark fishing in our area because it's yeah. a little counterproductive to mm-hmm. the uh, recreational. I, I mean, I'm not going to. I'm not going to name names, but what, there was always look at that thing hammerheads that 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 we That's had the hammerhead record. That's it right there. Can we can we send that to Chris to post yeah. that? Yeah. Like so that. we have. We know whenever we would chump fish. I know we need to take a break. Um. Uh, most of the guys carried some kind of a gun on the boat when they caught sharks and killed them. To but, whack them. Oh, they yeah. all carried guns. Did they, did they eat them too or did they just whack them and let them no, no, this crab is, bait? Yeah, okay. it was crab bait. But there was one really famous shark. I'm not going to name names, but whenever we would have these, if you've seen hammerheads, right? The fin, the, that, that dorsal fin. Big. The Huge. Big, big dorsal fin. Right. So to identify the sharks, he would let that shark come up in the chum line and he had buckshot and he would shoot holes through the fence, through the fence. <laughs> so he, and he had them all named smoky you know jeez. Oh, <laughs> hey it was it was wild west man you know the funny thing too about this picture is here's a picture of blackie standing mm-hmm. there with that giant reel look at the size of that reel Jim. yeah it's almost it, as big as his it hip looks like look what's um, hanging out of his mouth though Looks cigarette. like a cigarette. I know. I've told you. It's really, overall. You think I was kidding you? The reel is about the size of a three-gallon bucket. Yes. Oh, it's Huge. gigantic. Yeah. Oh my god. 
Yeah, I, I told you they would stop sailboats if they got hung up in their lines. Did you just, send that to Chris so we could? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing it now. All right, because that's that is. Cool. I don't want it. That's a cool picture now. Anyway, we need to take a yeah, break. Me too. And then when we come back, we're going to talk to uh, Russell and Alan right here on the Nimnik Buick GMZ Outdoor Show. If you're in the market for a new or a used vehicle, the Nimnik family of dealerships is best place to go. They have a complete, great uh, selection of used vehicles and new. And two locations, Buick and GMC on Phillips Highway, just south of the Avenues Mall. And then Chevrolet is 1550 Cassett Avenue, just off of I-10, a little bit south on Cassett. Can't miss it. And the best part about the dealerships is that you get treated the Nimnik way, and you get a best price guarantee. Doesn't uh, get any better than that, I can assure you. Go to Nimnik.com to learn more. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Russell wants to talk about Spanish this morning. Good morning, Russell. Hey, morning. Morning. Yeah. Um, yes, I grew up on the Gulf Coast. Just had a couple uh, logistical questions about Spanish mackerel fishing here, which uh, growing up in the Pensacola area, we had a bay there. Um, and it was great whether you were fishing from the bridge or in a small boat or particularly about this time of year, you could get some really big Spanish mackerel. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a lot of fun. And I just didn't know if there was a similar situation uh, in Jack, you know, or St. Augustine, where either near shore or even off the beach, we would uh, we would be able to get them. I didn't know what the deal yeah, was I, here on the east coast. It's been I, really good lately. Uh, yeah, it's it's been. Un- I mean, you catch all you want, right? They're, now. And they're big. Yeah, I've been catching some studs. I've been catching some four or five pound fish. Yeah. So if somebody's going to go target, them, what do they do? Go, go out of the inlet, you know, say in St. Augustine or Mayport, and do. Yeah, uh, I, I, I mean my. My guess would be, I'm not guessing, I'm telling you, to stick around the inlets okay. on the high incoming tide. Yeah. High incoming. You know, when, when the water's uh, really pretty. Um, and, and I think that you could absolutely catch those from the beach right now, too. Hmm. You know, yeah, because you could. You know, we're, we're throwing those little diamond jigs. Yeah. And I think they're half ounce, Kirk. Yeah. So you can chuck and them a long way. Dude, yeah, yeah. I mean, you like can. Like a bullet. Yeah, it's, like, it's like a bullet. I take. You ever use gotcha plugs for those? I mean, you can I've, use those I've used too. them before. Yeah, absolutely. Gotcha plugs. Which one throws farther? Oh, I hate oh, all them trouble. The diamond jig. Okay. The yeah, diamond jig is, 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 is much easier. But it's not much different, Russell, fishing for them here than there. You know, a Clark Spoon is great, but a Clark Spoon is kind of a, a trolling bait more than a casting bait where that, right. diamond, that diamond jig um, is. It, and, and I take the treble hook off and put a, a, a little one-aught um, single, hook. single hook on there. You're not you're not going to miss any fish. I mean, and if you're you know if you're just having fun, I I actually m- mashed the barb down, so you know you, you don't have a problem getting them off the hook. So. Gotcha. So so the season is is roughly the same as it was there. Um, it's just you don't you don't have the bay um, as a right to, right to fish out so of. You're so so out we we have a spring run, which is the end of March and April, which is which is fantastic. And then, and then we have now, um, you know, the, in, end of summer, beginning of fall. And usually, this is the time gotcha. you see the bigger ones. Yeah, that's right. Yep. I mean, right now, if if you're if you're around the inlet, if you're around the inlet right now, and you're getting smaller ones, and you want to get some bigger ones, pop out a little bit, three or four miles, 
And like Kevin was talking about earlier, if you'll start looking for the birds dipping on the glass yep. minnows, that's just money. That's where you're going to find those bigger ones. Gotcha. And uh, just uh, back to your earlier conversation, that that contraption y'all were talking about throwing off the pier. Uh, growing up as a kid in Pensacola, we called those trolley rigs, and we would use those off of the Three Mile Bridge. Right. Um, and okay. Put a mullet on the end to catch to catch big king. Okay. All right. And, uh, you know, so, but yeah, yeah. Well, good deal. That's great info, guys. Absolutely. We'll get out buddy. there and let's snag up some Spanish. Yep. Get yep. them on the grill. 10 4. Have, have a right. good holiday. Y'all take care. Yep. Go Gators. Go Gators. Go Gators. All right. Let's go talk to Alan this morning. Morning, Alan. Good morning, guys. Um, y'all were talking earlier about Steen Hatchie and um, the guys that go 90 miles off. Well, um, we were there in July just to go scalloping and, um, Spear fishing, and so we're cleaning scallops one evening, and one of those, you know, super specialized half million dollar pontoon offshore boats comes in with a charter, and we saw them putting up the fish, and it was impressive. Like it was, you know, red grouper, snapper, some fish I didn't even know what it was. And then um, we went over to talk to the guys that had, that had done the charter, and they were windburned, they were sunburned, they were kind of glassy eyed. <laughs> And, uh, and they're shelling out $100 bills to pay the captain. And so I was just trying to lighten the mood. And I was like, so, do you guys have fun today? And they just stared at me like they didn't smile or say anything. So I think if you do that, like, you know, you'll get some good pictures. Maybe you get a trophy fish. You get a ton of meat. But it, it doesn't seem like exactly a fun day of fishing when you're going 90 miles out uh, in the Gulf. I, okay. You know, and and. Again, that's your opinion, and and I have the same opinion <laughs> to be honest with you. But man, there's there's guys that live and die to do that. Man, they yeah. they they really? absolutely love oh, yeah. it. You know, I mean, and, well, and, and and hats off to them. I mean, I respect yeah. that. I just it it just looks like punishment. But yeah, yeah, I got you. <laughs> you know, hey, it's and, a long and, way to go. I, I I can tell you this. Um, about halfway through. The fight on Wednesday, you know, Morgan's fighting 120 pound tarpon, and, and I told yeah. him, I said, "You got 45 minutes." And about halfway through it, I could see he's he's hard getting gassed a yeah, little bit. And, and I'm like, "Dude, you're paying me for this." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like right. a personal trainer. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's 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 tough. Be careful it, what you wish. I that's what people. I told him. Be careful what you wish for, because you just might get it. No kidding. Yep. All right, thanks guys. Have a great weekend. Thanks, buddy. Thank you, Alan. All right, uh, let's get uh, let's get Chris in before we take a break. Morning, Chris. Hey, fellas. Good morning. How y'all doing? What's happening? What's happening? Yeah, uh, had to get off the phone. I'm walking into Lowe's. Um, I'm rebuilding a hot water heater to carry out to Wyoming with us, so I had to had to, to get off the line and, and take care of that. But, so, wait, a hot water what? heater for Wyoming is this an off grid like a propane hot water heater? No, it's a we, well. The corral that we uh, camp at has electricity, and the uh, fellow. So there, we had a friend out there, and he doesn't work for the uh, rancher anymore, where we could take showers. Yeah. So now we're, we're back to taking showers out outdoors. Cold got showers. You. Oh, that's fun. Got to have well, a hot no, water. Yeah. Been cold. Exactly. Exactly. They don't, so they don't just have a little home ten, depots ten out there in Wyoming. <laughs> nope. Well. I want to have it. No, I want to have it. I want to have everything done where we all we have to do is hook it up and set it up and rock and roll. I got you. So you hey, don't hey, in the back don't forget because you need a permit for that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do we? You might. I don't. I don't think. In, I don't think in Wyoming we'll need a permit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
but I was listening to the to the shark stories and the and the uh, and the how how hot the kingfish bite has been yeah. the last month and a half. Um, it we've I fished the last two weekends and uh, it's been it's been on fire. Crazy, isn't it? And, yeah, yeah. And then the last fellow that that called in talking about the, the the people that got off the boat after a ninety mile trip. If you're gonna be dumb, you got to be tough. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you know when the last time I did it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That was that was just a short day, wasn't it? No, hell no. What I'm are you talking you, about? Yeah. The, so he picked me up at Mayport at four yeah. a.m. When was this? Oh hell, I don't know. Five years ago. It's been three or four years ago. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And they wanted to go wahoo fishing. Yeah. Picks me up at four. Dropped me off at eight. Eight. P.M. 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 So that's yeah. a long time on the water. Yeah, I'm 16 done. hours. Yeah, it was a, 16, yeah. Yeah, I'm done. That was it. Uh, thanks, Chris. How many did you catch? Fish well, catch? We caught like three. No, we caught. We had we had seven fish. <laughs> you you had a, that day. You had a 57, a 40 something, and we had a couple small fish. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was a, it, pretty good. Yeah, it was a heck of a day. Yeah, we had we had seven fish that six or seven fish that day to 57 pounds. Mm. Um, it was a great day, but but a long day. That's uh, you know, sixteen hours. Are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah. Do you know how long that drive was oh from Mayport to the house, oh. St. Augustine? Oh. I was doing like twenty. Uh. Yeah, you're tired. <laughs> you slept on the beanbag too. Uh, you're, you're right. I tried to. That's a long day. <laughs> that's a long day, man. Yeah, that's not. Yeah. The, the next day, you know, uh, Carrie comes out. Hey, will you take the garbage out? No, no. <laughs> sleeping don't bother me oh boy that's 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 fun stuff and and, and here's the deal chris had to go back and clean the boat he dropped me off at maple so he's still got two hours of boat cleaning oh yeah so that was you got you got to be uh i guess i guess i'm the epitome of dumb insane Uh, (laughs) that'd be tough man ocean that it'll suck the life out of you some people though that's they're not at home unless they're on the ocean so yeah. I no, mean, no. I, it, I mean, it, 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 some me. people are not at home until they break thirty miles. Yeah, to where you know, they can't they, see land. Yep, they love it. I'm not. That ain't yeah, me. Nope, it's not me either. Mm-mm. It's not. Still got to get you out there on the trip, Jeff. This the, my boat's a little faster than the boat that Kevin and I was on. So I'm, still, still got to get you on the trip. Skip, pick me a good, nice, calm day, and and I'm down. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's yeah. it's definitely a calm day. Hopefully he won't drop you go out there on the, the side or anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> You go out there on the three to four day, and you, you and you're it's it's, regret, it's regrettable. Oh, yeah. oh, oh you, you, let me tell you, you get Logman out there on the three to four day. No, it, it, you it, ain't. It, that, no, if you do, you're coming back real soon. Yeah, 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 real soon. <laughs> Turning the ship yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> how far are we going? I remember when I was running with him. He kept looking at me, going, "How far are we going?" I like, said, "Jeez, Kirk, we're going we're 52 get there? miles." Yeah. That's a 52. long way. I said it's an hour and 35-minute run. That was a while. But yeah. we had, like, oh, was flat as a ridiculous it was, conditions. It was like right. a lake. Like a lake. Yeah. But literally, if I had, I heard if, that, if I had a beanbag, it would have made it easier, on a, yeah. even on yeah. a calm day. Yeah. You heard yeah, what? Yeah, beanbags are the ticket. I heard that there was has been several big wahoo caught within sight of the beach here in the last there few has. weeks. There has. There has. Yeah. And, and there's been sailfish caught on the beach. A lot of sailfish. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I heard about the one on the beach. I, I was fishing with Rusty years ago, um, and um, I kind of looked looked off to the side of the boat, and I seen what I thought was ballyhoo jumping. And I told Rusty, I said, Rusty, I think I just seen some ballyhoo and a sail behind it. 
And he said, son, he said, how many beers have you had? I said, <laughs> well, I've only had a couple. So we, we trolled a little while longer, and I seen it again. I told him again. He said, son, I think you're seeing things, and you need to hold up, slow down on the beer. Well, 20, 30 minutes goes by, and I look, I look back behind the boat, and the sailfish is behind the boat. I said, Rusty, the sailfish is behind your baits on your side. He turned around and grabbed it, and we hooked it for a minute or two, but we lost it. But um, that was in, you know, 45 feet of water. Yeah. I yep, know, isn't that yep, crazy? Yeah, yep. I, I caught yeah, one. Yeah, I, caught, awesome. I caught one off the gate station years ago, um, in thirty feet. On, on yeah. and I was chum fishing. Came up the chum line. What? Really? Yep. Came up chum line. Wow. Eating eat chum, all lit up, and um, I I fed him a live pogey, and he ate it. And he ate it. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. You, you 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 talking about a sight? A sailfish feeding a chum line? Mm-hmm. I mean, just just like a, a sail's just coming. He's just coming up top, eating dead fish, landing them. Oh yeah, I got yeah, I, awesome. I got pictures. Uh, Ken, Ken Pitts, remember Ken? Yeah, 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 yep, yep. Yeah, I caught that fish with Ken. Hmm. Yep. Sure wow. Did. Awesome. All right. Well, we got to take yeah, a break, thanks, thanks, man. All right, fellas. Y'all have a good one. See yep. you. Nine four six four one ten ten. If you'd like to join us here this morning, and uh, folks, don't forget CNH Marine Construction. If you got a little piece of waterfront heaven, want to improve it with a bulkhead, dock, boathouse, boat lift, anything, maintenance, uh, new construction. Little fix up. They do everything at CNH Marine Construction. And join us here this morning, 904 641 1010. Hey, if you've been thinking about storing your boat trailer or any trailer for that matter and cleaning up your yard, you know, get ready for the backyard barbecues and football, just uh, call Stack M Stores. Now's the time to run a special first month's rent for only a buck. And yep, a dollar. There is no long-term obligation. They'll come pick up your trailer, wash it, store it indoors, do a safety inspection, bring it back to you when you need it. How about that? So if you want to treat your neighbors and make the wife happy, Absolutely. get rid of that trailer. All right, just call Pat, 962-9605, and you can get signed up with Stack M Storage. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Bob needs some gear advice of some kind. Morning, Bob. Good morning. How are you doing? Good. Uh, I'm I'm interested in uh, purchasing a uh, a new uh, uh, recorder for my uh, uh, boat, and I was wondering since the prices have come down uh, on a lot of the, uh, the the depth recorders, if I would be smart since I'm just going to be fishing the river and the intercoastal waterway to purchase one of those units as opposed to buying the higher end in units that are like twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. So that, that's a great question. If you're not if you're not going out in the ocean, you don't need anything uh-huh. crazy expensive. Mm-mm. You know, I mean, because really all you're looking for is 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 depth. What kind of boat you water got temperature? First. Uh, I got a, 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 a out. Uh, excuse me, an 18 foot center console. Okay, so 18 with foot a center on the back of it. And are you looking to do like an in dash mount or on top of the dash? I'm gonna put it on top of the dash. Yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan of. Some of the Garmin products, I just they're stupid easy to use, mm-hmm. uh, right? Priced very affordable. Uh, they've got some compact units. You got some that are a little bit bigger. I mean, there's a lot of different options to choose from. And I know there's other good machines out there. Low Rance is. Well, I'm some, a Simrad guy. Simrad's yep. got some. Yeah, I use Low Rance, and and the thing is too, like there are a couple of different venues you can purchase them. You go to West Marine. Uh- you can buy into their program. I know Steve Mullen does that, and if it if it goes bad, they make it good and they replace it. I know Academy has a one year 
on top of the purchase. So if you buy it from right. Academy, if during that year you have a problem with it, you take it back and they give you a brand new one. Yeah, okay. it's, well, it's well, hard what, to go what, wrong. What I, was think, what I was thinking about doing was trying to buy the most expensive unit in the last year's model as opposed to buying the upper grade model to get the best unit I could possibly buy without having to go into spending a thousand dollars. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's a great that's idea. Smart. Yeah. I did that. Yeah. I'm I a, did that with my, I'm a, and I will tell you that I'm a big fan, Bob, of the, of the GPS mapping, something that has the maps already downloaded onto your GPS. And okay. because I, I just think that, uh, for a lot of people that uh, don't know the area, like the back of their hand, they, mm-hmm. you get an idea of, of where you can and cannot be for the most part. And so the ones that have all the GPS map data downloaded on, I don't want just a fish finder depth finder. I want one that has the map on it to where it can tell me if I want to do a little exploring in a creek or if I want to do a little exploring in the river, then I've got some bearing on where I should and shouldn't be. Okay. Uh, one other quick thing, let, I'll let you go. Uh, I'd like to fish like some of the uh, the creeks out there off Texture and trying to find out what is the best way to find the depth of the if you want to go in the back part of the creek to catch reds and things like that can you give me a suggestion on that so you're you're asking us what's the best way to get the depth yeah or Or, you know so i have some idea whether i you know to go certain creeks that that do have well experience is going to be really the only answer when you start talking about that because uh because i can tell you that I've been in a lot of creeks before, and I don't ever really f- truly feel comfortable until uh-huh. I've been out there with a low tide. Right, and, and that's what I always do. We, we always talk it. about this. If you, low if you, incoming. If, yep, low incoming tide, and just ease your way back. I mean, that's what all of us, I mean, that's how we learn creeks, to, you know, to, to begin okay. with. And, and, and seriously, you know, you, and that way you're not afraid of getting stuck. If you get stuck, you got an incoming tide. You just you just, just keep going. And I mean, okay. you, you'd be surprised. You get way back there and find a hole somewhere. And Money and that, uh-huh. and uh, and also again with when you have a GPS mapping system, so you have the map on your depth finder, fish finder, uh-huh. you will have a general indication of some of those creeks. Can you be in there when it's low tide, or can you not be in there at low tide? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So that kind of well, gives I- you a start, but it doesn't give you all the answers. Right. Well, I just always hear y'all talking about, you know, going to the back of the creeks to catch a lot of the fish. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm familiar with some of the creeks, but not a, a lot of them. And, and I thought maybe this would be a good way to try to find that out. Yep. Or if there was technology out there that I'm not aware of that would help, you know, give me some. I mean, I'm not trying to get right down to a foot, but just an idea of, you know, where to go and where not to go. Yep. That's uh, all I, trial and error. It you is. Just, you just got to go in there at low water and when the top. And and I would go in there low incoming, so you can see okay. the lowest part of the areas you you want to fish, because that mm-hmm. exposes a lot of oyster bars or little creek runouts or little. Like Kevin and I a lot of times will fish these little ditches that just come out of the marsh. Those little ditches okay. can be money because mm-hmm. they'll have little teeny potholes off the ends of them, and those fish will hang in those little potholes, especially in the fall and the winter time. And that's how you find oh. those different areas. Just go in there and start poking around. Go in there slow, though. Take your time. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, Bob. Thanks, Bob. All right. Uh, let's take a break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to do a Kirby Co. Builders cooking tip of the week right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. 
Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for the Kirby Kill Builders Cooking Tip of the Week. And, and by the way, this cooking tip is 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 amazing money. But, but, but I want to tell you, you missed the kingfish tip last week. It was uh, yes, you did. It was, it was it, somebody brought some in. Carrie, oh. Carrie, Carrie made some. Yes, oh. she, uh, with the with Very the tidbits um, and and um, she done outdid herself. Yeah, it was it was it was well, good. Then one of the reasons we we like recipes like this one that we're going to do today this time of year is because with football in the fall having the little appetizer type things are always really good and uh we actually had a lady that sent us a message not too long ago in the last couple weeks she goes what was that pretzel dip thing you had way back when and so Mm -hmm. i went and found it and sent it to her directly but uh back by popular demand Okay, it's football season, and Brother Love's pretzel dip, okay, Brother Love came up with this, and I'm telling you, this is legit. Yeah. You it, will it, sit it, there it, at the pretzel dip stand with, <laughs> if you get those little thin pretzels or even the big pretzels, yeah. and you will dip and dip and dip and dip and dip and dip and dip. I bet that's dip. really good with a Miss Annie's pretzel. Well, this oh, is uh, yeah. at the mall. Uh-huh. Oh, son, don't you know? The, this has, this dip has mayo and sour cream. So example, you're equal parts. So one cup of mayo, one cup of sour cream. And then you add a, a little tablespoon of, of garlic powder or however much you like or don't like. Yep, that's a little good. bit of black pepper. And then here's where the, the good stuff comes. Okay. Use like a quarter to a half a cup of fresh grated Parmesan cheese. And then you add a jar of banana pepper rings and you dice them up, chop them up. Cut, cut, cut them up fine. And then a half a cup of feta cheese crumbles. Yeah, I like that feta cheese. Mm-hmm. That's good. You stuff. mix all this together. That's money. And I'm telling you, that pretzel will be alive. Mm. I mean, alive. This mm. is fantastic stuff. This is Brother Love's pretzel dip. He used to make it all the time. God rest his soul. He's the best. And some of his recipes that he had were exceptional, and this one is not going to disappoint. So if you've got a football game or you're going to go visit some folks or friends or whatever and you're you know, supposed to bring a little appetizer dish, this one right here will be a major hit. And I will tell you, just a little tip, there's no such thing as too much banana pepper rings, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm. So that's your Kirby Co-Builders cooking tip of the week. All right, let's do an updated weather and an updated tides. Updated weather brought to you by the Bearded Pig. And uh, and I'm going to do a brisket today, boys, and I know that it's not going to live up to the expectation of what the Bearded the Pig bearded sets. Pig. Hey, I'll I'm still try. eat it. Yeah. What's, it what's the occasion? I'm cooking for the neighbors up in Georgia. Just oh, being nice. Nice. Uh, Mr. Emmett and uh, Miss Jewel and uh, Lori and Johnny, I, I said that uh, I'm going to go ahead nice. and cook for them. You know, because she's cooked for me so many different times, so every now and again I like to cook for her. Her favorite is the uh, the St. Louis-style ribs, mm-hmm. and uh, Lori's favorite is mm-hmm. brisket. So I told Lori, I said, the next time I cook, I'll cook a brisket. And she said, all right. So I got me a brisket yesterday. I can't wait. going to be uh, really good. Nice, so, and, nice and fatty? Um, I got a prime, got a prime mm-hmm. cut of meat and got it trimmed and then put this brisket rub on it. And uh, that's going to sit on it for a day, and then I'll put it on the smoker tonight and then get it up to about 170 using the um, hickory wood pellets. And then once it gets to 170, I'll wrap it and then get it all the way to 200. 
And then after that, let it rest for about two hours, and then it will be served. Hopefully it's good. Hopefully it turns out good. <laughs> Sounds good. But anyway, the, the uh, Bearded Pig does it outstanding, so if you don't want to try to figure it out and see if you can do it, they do it well every time. And the weather forecast for today, east winds around 10 knots, 2 to 3 feet, with 9 seconds on the interval. Tomorrow, east winds 5 to 10 knots, 2 to 3 feet. Nine seconds on the interval, chance of showers and thunderstorms, both uh, today and tomorrow, so just keep your eyes out. Monday, east winds 5 to 10, 2 to 3. Tuesday, east winds 5 to 10, 2 to 3. Wednesday, northwest, around 5 knots, becoming east in the afternoon. Will that northwest wind kick the mullet? It's too far out. Too far out? It's too far out to know it's going to turn northwest on Wednesday. Yeah, you know what I mean? I mean, it's... Just- it, they're guessing they're there. Guessing. Yeah, they're guessing. Big yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's not enough wind to to really kick it off good. But I can tell you they're nervous. They are they are ready to go, man. The they're crazy all thing. Over the place, they, are, they are ready to go. If you look at our forecast for the next 10 days, mm-hmm. nearly 10 days, it's a 40, 50, 60, 70% chance of storms every day. Every day. Oh, yeah. yeah. Every it's a moist day. atmosphere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It Goodness. is a moist atmosphere, man. It's Are we going to ever get out of this? No. <laughs> no. And uh, keep in mind it is the, the last holiday weekend of the year. According, <laughs> according to, to, to the Shank, That's me. Shank, Shank calendar. <laughs> yeah, according to the Shank, Shank calendar, calendar says. Yeah, don't worry like about the Mayan calendar. Yeah, there's no the Halloween. Yeah, there's no Halloween. There's uh, Thanksgiving, you know, Veterans Day, Christmas. Christmas, nah. no, there's... Uh, Labor Day, it's over with. We go home. <laughs> no Christmas Jeez. for you kids today. We're gonna. <laughs> We're not doing it this year. Anyway, it is a holiday weekend, yes. and um, so, and be careful. Be careful, exactly. That, yeah. that, that that's hey, my point. Just so everybody knows, the, the Wolf Pack out for St. Johns County and some of the counties south of us. They're going to have the DUI Wolf Packs out this weekend. So, folks, don't drink and drive. Mm-hmm. Don't boat and drive. I mean, excuse me, drink and boat. Yeah, that would be hard to boat and drive. Yeah, boat, That'd boat be tough. Drive. That would be difficult. <laughs> yeah, have you had some? But, yeah. No, yeah, obviously, so. if, if you're boating and driving, you've too been much drinking. To smoke. <laughs> too much been drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just be careful out there and have a designated yeah. driver. That's I'll all. never forget my neighbor hid in the porta potty one time because he had a little too much to drink on his boat. <laughs> and, wow. Uh, yeah. uh, Wasn't there a guy driving that boat? I don't know. He's gone now. <laughs> oh, boy. They're hiding in the porta potty. All right, a Tide Ooh, Report brought to you by Angie Subs. Uh, tides at Mayport today at 2.45 p.m. is going to be a high tide. That's a 5.11. And then tomorrow in the morning at 8.55 a.m., it's going to be a low tide. That's a .53. Again, that's a Mayport Tides. 3.53 tomorrow afternoon is your high tide, and that's a 5.19. And, again, that's brought to you each and every week by Angie Subs right there at the corner of Beach and Penman. And if you have not had the fries, the best on the planet. Getting close to flooding. Yep. Flood times? Yeah. Yeah, it's coming. Yep. Yeah, I know that uh, I believe on uh, last or on Wednesday we had some, some, some decent tides, especially closer to the inlet. Mm-hmm. You know, you could, you could definitely uh, – do the grass flats, and then you know, like you just talked about, there five point one, five point two, with an easterly flow, um, you should you should be able to get on some some tail and reds and sheep's head. It'd be fun. Let's see, I'm uh, I'm I'm looking at the tides all the way to the end of the month, and let's see, data only. I'm just curious because you said what does it need to be for for a flood tide? 
Five two, five three. Okay. Um, and what time of day do you need that flood tide at that? Daytime. Just daytime during yeah. the daytime. Uh, there's a high tide on Friday the ninth. That's a five point three three. Yeah, that's a good tide. And that's eight twenty a.m. That's perfect, right? Because that's yeah. good, right? Yeah, that's really good. So, so you know, you you go closer to for for us, you go closer towards Palm Valley, right? Or the other way south, you're going to gain an hour. You know, Next so, Saturday, yeah, you have a nine eleven a.m. high tide. That's a five point five five. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Next Saturday, yeah, yeah, that's yep. possible. Okay, then uh, the following weekend. Or, yeah, Sunday is also – so next Saturday, next Sunday, you've got a good chance there. Is, um, is, is, and then it kind of wanes is, off. Is Dylan back in school? Yeah. Is it, will he be, be home on weekends? No. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. You, you need to get him on one of those flood tides at some point in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah to walk yeah. the flats. Yeah. Yeah, we actually yeah. have – I uh, mean, you actually could do it in your kayak. Well, we, we have a couple spotted and, and scoped out. Okay, good. We've uh, we've done a little advanced research, reconnoiting, but uh, we've got to get them back to be yeah, able to do yeah, it. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. And, and we'll once, have to see. Once once the water temperature drops, um, it's over. All right, uh, Frank is uh, calling in. We got time, Chris. Real quick, uh, Frank wants to chime in on the defense soap that uh, oh, we're no fans way. of. Okay. Frank, what's up? Yeah, uh, I w- I was listening several weeks ago when y'all. Uh, we're talking about that defense soap, and I sounded pretty good. Well, I ordered some of it, and I'm telling you, it is outstanding. <laughs> when you get through cleaning with that, you feel like you're a clean person. It's not telling you. It, no it, joke. it is. I hate to admit it, but it is outstanding soap. So I'd actually, I hit it. I hit agreed. A good one. Yep. Yep. I, yeah, I just won't offend anybody. You know, I was going <laughs> to. Offense yeah, so not I, I, I like the smell, the tea tree oil. Yeah. Yep. It's it's, it's good stuff. stuff. It, hey, we gotta go, right. man. Yep. But Thank you, Frank. Thanks, Frank. Okay. Told, told you Bye. we're not we're not full of it. No, we, no, we, no, we no. That was that was, that was a good oh, one. No, you guys yeah. kinda laughed at me. I I, I, I absolutely did. Yep. Uh, and, totally and, laughed and, and at I admitted me. it the next week that when we opened the well, show. Look, newsflash, we're still laughing at you. Yeah, that's true. We always laugh at you. I want to know what the aftershave is. Fine sponsor. Low Southwest Grill, Steenhatchee River Club, Angie Sub, Strike Zone, Tire Outlet, Kirby Co. Builders, Whalen Bay Marine, Shimano, CNH Marine Construction, Atlantic Coast Marine Consignment, Boat Sales, LV Hires Inc., Stack M Storage, Hagen Coastal Outfitters, Coastal Equipment, Thick Pen Heating and Cooling, Claw Nolan Cadillac, The Bearded Pig, Ring Power, the Cat Rental Store, Circle K, and of course, the Nimnik family of dealerships. Chevrolet on Cassett and Buick and GMC on Phillips Highway. Folks, remember, anything you do in the outdoors, always think safety first. And listen, it is a holiday weekend. Like Kirk said, they're, they're going to be out. So be careful. Always think safety first. Y'all have a great Use weekend. your head. See ya. See ya. See ya. Because I'm hooked on.